Okay, peeps, are you a dipper? Or do you know somebody uses tobacco on a regular basis? Well, we got to let you know about Outlaw. The Outlaw Dip Company is the best tobacco alternative on the planet, being 100% tobacco-free, and it's the safest snuff ever made. Not only do they have more flavors and options than any other tobacco company out there, they have many different types of dips. Like the Can of Joe, my personal favorite, is which it's packed with coffee and caffeine, and it helps you get grinding through the day. I mean, it tastes phenomenal, guys. It's my best one I like. Or are you guys a hardcore guy like the likes the Copenhagen or Grizzly, and you like that wintergreen burn? Well, guys, they have that too. Um, check them out. Give it a try. I mean, it's without all the bad stuff in it. Um, now, they gave me a code to help you cut back on a little cost. GU10. Get 10% off your order. Go to outlawdip.com. Guys, don't be a quitter. Just be an outlaw. Damn, Cody, everybody be liking what we're doing with this Bullhorn app. Yeah, what's not to like, man? You get to text, you get to call in, you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode. Man, we love it. I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app bullhorn.fm. Your podcast app. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos. And I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out, the Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is, and you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy, and I'd just be tired, and I pull my glass, and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts. And I'm talking anywhere from, you know, their rifle scopes to their range finders. Uh, they all introduced the new BDX system. Guys, check them out. Support a company that supports your favorite podcasts. SigSour.com. You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check him out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU. 15. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American made? Love it, America. America. Hey guys, check them out. It's Kafaro.net. Beth. 
I'm so ready. Don't be scared, Beth. No, I don't know. Don't be scared, Beth. I don't think that's in my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> scared and Beth don't go in the same That's sentence. right. That's good. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? We on 180. Holy cow. Episode 180 for y'all. And we got Tomaso on the bullhorn. I'm back. He's back. He didn't get fired. He got done eating that dick and uh, he came back. (laughs) (laughs) No window today. So Tomas is a one-man team. Uh, Wendell, he went took off to Texas to do some hunting. Um, So, yeah, he did call in, though. He gave me a good excuse. But you're getting written up still, Tomas. (laughs) But, But you're not fired. Can't please them all. No, no. All right. Today's guest, or tonight's guest, I'm the one and only Beth. Our team chef, shoe chef, whatever you call it, uh, you know her as, uh, is it Yummy You? Yes. On the IG. Yeah. Um, so I was looking through your IG, and I, I found some pictures, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely showing this one. Oh, um, <laughs> it's good. It's definitely good. But I, I, I will say this, Beth. How does one get into your your field? Like, I, you got to have one... I mean, I would feel like I would love to be a chef because I love food. But, obviously, you're not the regular chef. You are a healthy, you you take out all the bad shit and you make, I mean, you are a perfect example of why you're a good chef. Because, you know, you it's like that barbecue phase uh, you hear, you see, like, you never see a skinny um, don't chef. trust a skinny, don't trust yeah, him, yeah, skinny shit. I get that all the time. Really? And I, this is so mean, but I, I, people would be like, never, and I was 10 pounds lighter than I am now when oh my I gosh. went into the field. Um, that's a whole other story. Mm. And people would always say, like, never trust a skinny chef. And I'm, like, from New York, and I would just turn around and be like, I would never trust a fat chef because clearly the food that they're eating does not serve them. Mm. <laughs> so if that's something that you don't know, you people will know now. Chef, or, uh, Beth here from New York, and we found out real fast. Like she got the little bark to her punch, and I love it. I love it. She ain't scared to to dish it back, and I think that's honestly like why she fits so well in with you know with Justin's team, um, Kamaro's team. Like it, it literally was a, a blessing for Justin. I know that um, just because um, you know we would you know even. You know, myself would be like, okay, this is what we got to start eating. Like me being a previous fighter, like what I did, you know. And when the when he got with the UFC, you would think, oh shit, they got their own meals, you know, and you know nutritionists. So you're thinking, oh, you're you're fucking gravy. That's not the case. That is definitely not the case. You are an all star of what you do. And but I like you know before we get into all that, but like I said, answer the question. Like, how do you? get involved like how do you why do you want to pick this career um well i'm gonna make this as short as i can. okay yeah no it's <laughs> good we got time girl it was i mean becoming a chef was a complete accident and also slipping into nutrition wasn't where i started like i was an actress for 10 years in new york city i went to the same school Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro went to. Oh, no shit. Yeah. You wanted to get into acting. Oh, I was an actress. Oh, yeah, in New York oh, City. 
For no sure. kidding. <laughs> and then I moved to Los Angeles and um, my older sister, like when she went to college, she learned about nutrition and health and uh-huh. kind of immersed herself in things like Ayurveda and macrobiotics way before it was trendy intermittent fasting, before it was this intermittent fasting yeah, thing. Yeah, like what's going on right now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And she, like I remember one time she came home from college and like threw out our microwave and like all our Campbell soups and we thought she's insane because she was. Um, but flash forward, you know, years later, I, as an actress, my, ex, my boyfriend at the time and I, we were like, I was never fat. I was just full and I was, you know, your business is on the way you look. And yeah. I was like, let's just cut out refined sugar and refined flour for a month. Just commit and just see, see what, what it, it does. does. I lost 30 pounds oh my so quickly. And here's the thing. It's like the attention and approval you get it stimulates your brain in so many ways that I just kept going. And so then I became fascinated with nutrition and the fact that I could design the way I looked with what I put in my mouth. Right. Like I wasn't a victim of that. And then I went like deep, deep dive and then flash forward, you know, I'm in Los Angeles and I'm very susceptible to the trends. Like the ketogenic diet hit us like 10 years before Denver, (laughs) like things like that. And, um, I messed around with my diet and then I got really into exercise and because I didn't understand the chemistry, I now have osteoporosis. Like I, I suffered. And so oh. I was like, I'm going to, this is why I moved to Denver. I was like, I need a degree in nutritional science. Like I need to understand the science so that I can't be swayed by all of these fads. And uh. so I, I, yeah. So I came to Denver and I, um, Started in Johnson and Wales to uh, on the trajectory to become an RD, a registered dietitian, and then didn't realize I started there because to kind of backtrack a little bit to answer your sh- your question about chefing, um, I while I was in LA, I and was certified in holistic health. I was working with people in the entertainment industry and people who didn't have time to cook the meals that I was um, suggesting, and so they were like, "You do it," and I was like, "Okay." And one of my friends at the time was a classically trained chef. She was, um, she's Iranian American. So that's, I think that's also why middle, I gravitate towards Middle Eastern food. Um, But she was running her own private catering company company for A-list celebrities um, from her home. And she also was vegan, like plant-based. So I started with dietary restrictions, gluten-free, vegan. That's when it was all trendy and we all thought it was healthy and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would do her deliveries on set for very high-profile actors and actresses as an exchange. When I started, like the, I'm, I still, I think I signed Endy's I don't know if I can say. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, you're whatever. good. Yeah, we don't need, but, um, we don't need a name drop. Those anyways. are the people I started with, which is pretty surreal. And then I, when flash forward, I, when I came to Denver, um, Johnson Will starts you in culinary. So I ended up in culinary boot camp for a year, which in hindsight, I'm super grateful for because I learned so much that I, about chefing that I hadn't just by doing it. Yeah. And then I, along the way, I was pulled out to open a restaurant in a health, health and wellness marketplace in Denver. Um, we opened during the pandemic, so I <sighs> was never supposed to become a sh- like a sh- like being a restaurant chef is not for me. I have so much respect for people who do it. It's too monotonous. I don't like working for other people, and but I was really um, I wanted to change the way that people ate in restaurants because 
restaurants at a certain time period used to be like a treat for people like yeah. a once in a while and now it's just actually where people every get day. their it's that's where day. people eat out like that's where you get your main source of food yeah. so i'm like okay let's if i i want everybody to cook for themselves but that's just not where we're at yeah so if you're coming to my restaurant i'm going to make this the cleanest food that you can have and so i had bottom lines like we don't compromise on animal products we don't slip sugars in where you can't see it like we don't compromise on oils um and that's actually where i met Justin, I was working my ass off because um, I ended up having to be like a, a line chef uh, to it was myself and two other chefs. And slowly we built the team. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I learned so much about the restaurant industry. Like everybody should have respect for yeah. any dish that they order because the amount of emotional, physical, mental labor that goes in there is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And then one of the girls who she's a professional photographer, she's amazing, but she was a barista at the time. She, her um, cousin is Justin, Justin's next door neighbor. Yep. And she shot a video with him and he was like, Hey, I'm looking for like a nutritional chef, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just to let everybody know there are chefs and there are nutritionists. Very rare is there a n- nutritional chef. And we yeah. can get into that later. Two car- two, there, there's two chefs mm-hmm. and there's nutritionists, which you are kind of the gem of both, right? So I'm the, I'm both, which yeah. like was it just happened to be. And so she brought Justin in, and I rem- I was so busy, I was so tired. I remember seeing him, and he was like, "Hey, I'm looking for, you know, a nutritional chef to like cook for me, you know, x amount of times." And I like in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, "I will refer you out. Like, don't worry." Yeah. But this rarely happens to me. Something in me was just like, "Take this, like, yeah. take this. Work your ass off and take this." Yeah. Because like six months before I had woken up, this is so random at like 2 a.m. Yeah. With this like epiphany being like, I need to cook for professional athletes. Ah. Like, and then I forgot all about it. And then there's Justin and I. Knocking at your door. I, yeah, right in front of me. And I, I took it and I fell in love with it because I was like, oh my God, like this is where my skills can be used the most. Right. And then, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying because <laughs> like, you know, when I first got the. 411 on you it was like you know just was like hey man i found a nutritionist um chef and i'm like oh yeah and then you know the first thing comes to my mind uh is she like around your age justin you know what i mean you know what i mean like i'm automatically thinking you know in my head like you know hey this might be awesome right you know how i think right like how i am and like i would never guess like like where we're at today with you and like the bonding that we have with the team and, you know, with like Ben and you and Trevor and, um, Justin, it just like you, you're, you're like our sister, Mm -hmm. right? Like you like literally just our, our, our girl. And, um, we, we love the shit out of you. But I was saying like, you know, when I met you, like he was like, yeah, she does like chef stuff, restaurant stuff. She's, she does menus. She does it all. And she looks over, you know, she has the team. And I was like, um oh wow that's she's kind of a big deal right and and is she good is the food good and like yeah that that so like what was that uh the night you met him no one of the nights was last year actually this time last year we okay we did a big um christmas event okay so you literally go to different restaurants then right um, well, that one, they held it at a nightclub um, here in Denver, which I didn't know that Denver had nightclubs, but that's oh, yeah. at a nightclub. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Um, that's So that's at a nightclub that um, uh, 
huge real estate company uh, rented out and oh, they cool. did a 1920s themed party. It was super cool. Oh, like uh, what is that? Like, like the old, old, like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I I bought my team um, 1920s flapper headpieces with peacock feathers. Yeah. So then, what kind of food did you guys cook for that? So we did 1920s hors d'oeuvres. You know, we did like um, Asian chicken skewers. We did, I did these, <laughs> this is crazy. So I did like Asian chicken skewers. We did um, um, salmon on blinis with caviar, like things like that. And then I did for, you know, I always need to do like a vegan gluten-free option. And I did these sweet potato puffs. Yeah. People would not stop talking about the sweet potato puffs. How good they were. Yeah. Well, my because I was trying to make them taste like Doritos. Oh. <laughs> I, that's, they did. So that's like one thing I will say about you, that like to all the listeners that are listening, like if you would have asked me, eating healthy, the way you cook, I would say, get the fuck out of here. Give me, I want my food. I'll go cook it myself. And Justin... It's your time to fucking train and be the fighter. <laughs> I've been down that boat already. Good dieting. I don't, I want, give right. me, give me the sugars. Give me this shit. The first time I ate something of yours, I was like blown away and like how healthy it was. And like, I'm like, God dang, this is awesome. So every time I go out now, with Beth, you go to every fight now with us too. Like mm -hmm. we go to London, you're going to London with us. You go to Dubai, you go to Dubai. I know. I wish you were with us in Dubai. We all were talking about <laughs> the, how much we missed you. <laughs> the one with Usman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Like, Damn it, where's Luke? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it, like honestly, what um, we? I mean, we, you've been with us now for how many? Like how many uh, camps now? Do you know? Oh gosh, I don't know. No, I want to say like. I think it was like what after the Eddie Alvarez fight. I want to say, I don't know. It was something serious. Is like when he got a hold of Ben, and he had that loss, and then um, maybe the Khabib fight. Were you around the Khabib fight when he fought? I wasn't. I had started with him when he had um, the Michael Chandler fight in New York. Okay, yeah. But I so, didn't go to. I had just started, so I didn't go to that yep. one with you. I was watching in this huge sports <laughs> yep. bar, screaming at the top of yep. my lungs. So, like something comes over me when they start fighting. Yeah, and everyone's looking at me, and I'm just like, <laughs> and he won. Yep. And then the the um, the Charles is when I started coming with you. Coming. Guys. Yep. Okay. So then that was in you uh, Arizona, ago. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it's crazy because uh, the Michael Chandler fight, yeah, it was when you started working with him. And if anything, that was a perfect example of what, you know, a nutritionist does because he went, you know, all five rounds mm -hmm. and beat the living breaks off of Michael Chandler and had plenty in the gas tank mm -hmm. still. That's when, like, me and Trevor and, and Ben, like, like, dude, this is, and like Justin knew too, right? Like, he's like, dude, I feel freaking great. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, he didn't hurt me. I don't, you know. And, you know, obviously we took a loss in uh, the Chandler or the Oliveira fight. But after that, he just went on a tear with, you know, I was a little worried there because weight, cutting weight with Justin has never been really hard except for times well, previous before you because he was doing a lot of strength training with, you know, his conditioning coach and stuff like that. He was putting on muscle and he thought we we thought we were eating good, clean stuff from the PI and everything. And um that wasn't the case, right? So like cutting weight was a little harder. Mm. Now with you and like you take away all the 
bad stuff that's in the food. And I, I guess that's kind of where I wanted to get into is like, what is like the no-nos in America's food like that people just like take for granted? I mean, obviously sugar, we know sugar is bad, but God damn it, we love sugar. But like, what is a substitute for it? What do you make, what do you do to make the food so taste so good still, but healthy? Well, I mean, the I kind of design food around, like, number one, it has to taste really good, and you need to look forward to eating it. Yep. Because if you're not looking forward to eating food, that's not healthy. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you, you should want to be excited about what you eat. And then number two is how many nutrients can I pack into the meal? And then, you know, when I started working with Justin, it's actually been a trial and error, because even during the Charles fight, he, we were actually having trouble keeping weight on him. Yep. So I actually had to learn. And here's the thing is like when I, and this isn't to like flatter you guys, but you know, when you guys are in camp, you, I, I just learned so much just from the athlete mentality, from the humor you guys just have, the camaraderie, like it's, it's a yeah. different ball game that I learned from. And it, to be quite honest, this sounds really corny, but it makes you want to be a better person. Right. Yeah. So working with Justin and then Kamaro, I was like, I need to become an a sports nutrition specialist, which I did. And it wouldn't have happened unless I'd been working with them. Yeah. It's like, I need to better serve the people that I'm yeah. working with. Cause they're working they're They are putting their lives on the line for this. Yeah. I need to do my best to yeah. get them to where they need to go. It's war, literally it's war, literally war, war for 25 minutes, <laughs> oh right? 15 God. to 25 minutes. Yeah. 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 And I mean, when they get off that, when they get that one minute break, it's and and I'm telling you, like it's, it's a nine day difference. No one, you know, let alone to have the money, now to hire your own private chef now, and which these athletes do. That is investing in themselves is why they're still doing, that's why Justin is the baddest motherfucker on the planet right now. The belt. Um, you know, and that's why Kamara would be, you know, one of the greatest Walter Waits that's ever w did the sport. You have came into their life and changed literally their diet um, or their prep, their meal. They're fueled to back in, like... I'm telling you right now, like, when I was finding it was brown rice and chicken, dude. You know what I mean? Like, right. just basic, you know, which I thought was good, and throw some bro broccoli in that bitch and some Tabasco, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm okay, I'm straight. I'm good. But, like, it's just nine-day difference now, you know, and I see some of these meals, and I'm like, dude, I wouldn't touch that meal. And then you cook it for us, and I'm like, can I have not my second plate but my third plate? Did everybody else eat? Like, we are killing it. Me and Trevor are like, you know, like, it, it's it's so funny because me and Trevor are like, oh, man, we'll just go to the grocery store, get our own food. We don't want to eat, you know, because, and we still do that. It's because Justin's tapering off and you making so much food for him. And we want it. I know, know you guys are so much gentlemen, you, like such gentlemen. You always look after me. You're like, we don't want you working so. Yeah, hard. we don't need you to cook any more food than you know you but need it's to. Always my pleasure. I know, <laughs> I know but it, but anyway, so it, it's just good for us to do our thing too. But like, yeah. um, it is it is just pure craziness. Like the like I was saying, these guys get off the stool each round, oh and they are 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 firing all cylinders still. I mean, here's the thing too: is it's like. I remember when that the Charles fight and we were having um, 
trouble keeping weight on him. Mm-hmm. I spoke to a couple of fighters and they were like, you don't know. And I know that your, your brain, even as an average person, your brain is hoovering glucose. Oh yeah. It's bur- burning so much. And I was speaking to these fighters and they were like, you don't understand. He's fighting in his sleep. So he's burning double, oh, like, yeah. double what you think. So then after that fight, and then when we hit London, we actually kept him heavier Yep. Up until we the last minute, which has worked better, and Justin's just on the up and up. Like I'm, I'm just excited for you know where he's he's oh, going. It's nuts, right? But like yeah. it literally is. Um, it's crazy just to see where he's at now. Um, you know, and me personally, I don't think he's at his prime yet. I think he's going exactly. I think he's just accelerating. He's just he's getting closer to his prime. I feel like in the next year or two he'll probably hit his prime mm-hmm. i honestly believe that i mean mm-hmm. he i i i honestly say he's a late bloomer um but saying that um i really think it helps because you know the the, the nutrition part of everything is just it's crazy right like it's 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 such a huge factor that people don't know and i i know the difference between like even when i'm out in the woods or hunting right Mm -hmm. if i'm let's say if i stay up and podcast all night and i drink and i'm going in the woods i'm fucked (laughs) right i'm hung over i hate life and and everything there you are right there that was in uh salt lake yeah yeah salt lake (laughs) what a great time that was right that was so fun you guys were hilarious yeah that was a good time i laughed so hard on that (laughs) and you look at that dish that you have right there and i would be like uh I'm not eating that. Dude, that had that was when that was him cutting weight. That yep. had no salt on it. I always yeah. feel so bad giving Oh, but at food. that time it's everything's good at that point, oh right? Oh my god, I don't know, man. <laughs> but but you know, when I eat this stuff, I'm like, dude, this is like it's like real gourmet food. And I'm not saying that just cuz you're here right now. Right. You know I eat all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean my my thing is too, it's like I again coming back to here to give Justin and Kamaro credit and the I cook for NFL players as well too. They're smart enough to know I need to I I need to use all my time to do what I do best and I know that my body is my business and I think that everybody needs to take care of themselves but it's like it blows my mind kind of coming back to what you're saying like you think like the UFC has food that they provide so it must be really good the NFL has food so it must be really good the food that i see coming back looks good it's super brown yep it's super like i'm tasting the sauces there's hidden x y and z in there i'm like is this cooked with canola oil or avocado oil like all of athletes are the most overfed undernourished demographic there is because you think you can burn up all this stuff and you can eat whatever you want but i'm like Look at your cellular communication. If you want to be the best you can, you have to give yourself the best fuel. Right. And I, you know, there's chefs who cook for athletes and like they make amazing food. They're hitting the macros. And I'm like, there's zero color in that food, which means you're not giving them any antioxidants to mitigate all of the fires that they are burnt, like setting off in their body just by the nature of what they do. Uh So it's like, again, it's like, A, can I make this food taste delicious? B, where can I flood in the nutrients? And like, Justin doesn't like like big chunky vegetables so but he loves smoothies and shakes yeah so I'm like like if you looked at what I put in his smoothie like he walked by one day I think there was like purple cabbage oh yeah I'm like don't look at that just don't look you won't drink it 
<laughs> well, that's you know? what I'm saying. Like, yeah. well, I want to like do, let's dive into that shake deal because, like, literally in the, I like I feel like a lot of people, uh, you know, just straight Americans. Period. Let alone athletes or dads going to work or whatever. Like, uh, there's there's a shake right there. Like, it, some of yours. With Justin, are some are a little darker, I believe. Uh, right? Most of them are probably, yeah. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> a little darker, and I'm like, oh man, if that's what it looks like now, what's it gonna come out looking like, right? <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm like, I can't, I can't go. You know, I live all the way up here. I can't be driving all the way to Oxford. Can't find a shitter, you know. But like, literally, so he's like, no, just drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally drink it, and I'm like, dude, I could do smoothies like this. Yeah, the one, actually the one he has at night is very pretty. It's oh, so he does one at night now too. Yeah, he has one at night. That one I don't put any. Um, uh, I don't really do a lot of proteins. It's more of like I'll do reishi to like calm the nervous system, and then I do an E three live. So he has this like bright blue, which is full of minerals, bright blue smoothie at night. Okay. And then they're darker because there's they first of all they sit like one of them should be bright purple, but if it sits, it kind of oxidizes a little okay. bit, so the color changes. But, um, you know, I have a post-workout smoothie with him and then a morning smoothie, and they, they alter a little bit when he's in camp. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing I, I will say about Justin. He loves his fucking smoothies. He loves his and, smoothies. And, and, and I get it because, like, you know, if he doesn't like eating the vegetables and all that yeah. bullshit, yeah. it's perfect for him then, right? Yeah, but the issue, and here's what I will say, too, like people listening, be very careful with smoothies because smoothies are just a milkshake, guys. Like, they're high, high sugar. I'm super, super careful. There's And there's a difference between an athlete and an average Joe when uh, it comes to carb and sugar, which athletes need. Obviously, it depends on the both type. Both of them, right? They need yeah, both, right? They, they need, they which I actually learned working with athletes. Like, for the average person, they probably eat way, way, like, too much refined X, Y, and Z and probably too much carbohydrates. With athletes, they have to have a particular amount of carbohydrates and sugars. Again, I where I come in is the quality, right? Because here's the thing. Like, can you imagine working your ass off, even for the average person, working your ass off all day long? You're physically exhausted. You're mentally exhausted. Your body just wants a hit, right? And yeah. it just needs energy. Yeah. So it knows that it's going to get the quickest hit off of sugar, refined yeah. carbohydrates. So it's not like we're all like only addicted to these things because companies have made us. Right. It's also the body knowing that it's going to get what it needs immediately from these things that are fast digesting. So you're telling me when I need that hit, it's not yeah. a peanut butter jelly sandwich? It, I mean... Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those are, that's like my go-to, and I'm like, dude, I'm happy. It's after sugar and fat, of That's course. what it it's is. It's high calorie, for sure. Your body's like, give me energy. Yep. And so it, it, it translates into peanut butter, high fat. Yep. It's not protein, people. It's high fat. Jelly, high sugar, immediate like glucose response. But it's really wanting calories. It's wanting energy if yeah. you break it down. You know. But I mean, at the same time, though, is that... Is it, okay, so like, let's just say the average... Not athlete, right? That's not a Justin Gaethje or myself, you know, because there's only so few of us, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's just say like, okay, like a guy like uh, me, like we're going to go up to the mountains, we're elk hunting, and we need calories to burn up going up the mountain and, and stuff, but we're, we're backpack hunting. Mm -hmm. Is there a certain peanut butter that you think that's better? Like what a lot of guys do and what I have done is done bacon, mm -hmm. put them in tortillas, peanut butter threw some honey in there and roll them with bacon wow yeah 
<laughs> I know. I have to try this. <laughs> it's, it's literally I, like my. That sounds actually really interesting. Some guys use spam. I got buddies that use spam, <laughs> but you know you got to realize you know they're living out of their backpack. So right. like maybe right. this is something you can um, think about and get back to me. I don't know um, something that guys could use that with like a high protein or a high carb that gives them the fuel to you know for a five to six day hunt you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they can pack you know in a in their little bag um and carry them because that's what i mean what what have you done tomas well, kind of similar to the one that you do mine's a uh, cinnamon raisin bread it's the peanut butter the bacon and honey yeah yeah so if you, i make those type of sandwiches yeah and you just roll them yeah. up and throw them in your pack right and yeah. that's what we have wow it's crazy right Wow, that's next level but i literally you know by day three, I'm like, goop, goop, and oh, I yeah. want it all, right? Like, oh, it yeah. tastes like one of your meals. Like, <laughs> it's so good, right? Um, maybe there's something you should think about, and, and uh, you know, we can give it back out to my the listeners. Like, there's a maybe a, a different kind of bread out there or some kind of tortilla or something. I don't know. Or what's better than honey? I don't know if there's... No, I think, I think if you have local honey... Yep. And it's like unfiltered. It's fantastic, you know. And I get. I think it's dosage as well too. And I, you know, I think if you find a really good quality sourdough bread is the best. Okay. And then a jam that's pure fruit for sure. And then like bacon that's not smoked with sugar and that's organic. Yep. Boom, right there. So I, uh, you said a word that I, I kind of wanted to uh, pick up too is like, what is the difference between like you know you you I mean. Obviously, you know, I'm a big, I like to hunt and I do my own, I like to get my own meat and everything. Um, the organic field, and I've known, I've been to uh, markets with you where you go out and get your own, either fish or your meat, and you literally have to get a certain kind of meat for these guys. Talk to us and tell them what, what, what kind of uh, produce should we be looking at, you know, mm-hmm. to get. Yeah, it's, and it's, this is what, like, I don't, I definitely don't want to come at this with, like, doom and gloom. Yeah. Um, But we're actually in a day, you know, like, we all can recognize that technology is advancing, like, at a speed that we, yeah. nobody even realized was going to happen. Right. It's the same thing with our soil being depleted. So right now, organic is kind of just a front where it's like, okay, for the most part, you don't have pesticides and herbicides. That doesn't mean right now that the nutrients are in the kale I give you. So, you know, part of my job too is I'm making sure, like I feel like a bodyguard to like the athletes I work Uh with where nothing's getting past me into this system. So it's like if I'm telling you that there's nutrients in this food, it's now my job to stay on top of are there nutrients in that soil, that organic soil, like the 365 brand of Whole Foods, I no longer really buy anymore because it comes from China. And China's regulations on organic are... Wait, no. nine-day difference now, right? So oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. But you can start there. For the average Joe, it's like, start there. However, if there's a local farm, that's gold. Not everybody has that. But let me tell you, it takes a little bit of time to research around where you are. And you only have to do it once. And now it's just a routine. Routine, right. Now you just go to your farmer's routine. I can't get there all the time. So, you know, I will definitely start with organic. And when people are like, organic's expensive, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I've compared and there it's, we're talking cents. Yeah, it's not much nowadays. And, And here's the thing. If you saw the 
glyphosate, which is water-soluble, which is a toxin that was introduced during World War II, goes into our air, like 80% of our air is glyphosate. So it rains down even now on the organic products. It accumulates in your gut, right? From your gut, there's a vagus nerve that goes up to your brain. Toxins sit in fat. Your brain is a lot of fat. So now when people talk about this depression epidemic, I'm like, is it that or is it the glyphosate and all of these toxins that are just sitting in your brain? Really? I mean, it's it, it should it's illegal in Europe. Why is it legal in the United States? It's like if the United States was to be like, hey, we're going to spray our fields with, you know, anthrax. We'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. And people's normal because people are like just they don't realize they could feel better. Because all of this anxiety and this depression and these things have become everybody's normal and everybody's talking about it. So now it's this cultural acceptance. And I'm like, do you understand how much better you could be feeling just yep. by making these tweaks? Well, yeah, because they want the big pharma to come in here and give you a pill to take exactly. for that Exactly. It's just the cycle, the cycle. And yeah. I, so anyways, coming back to your question. like This quick break is brought to you by Apex Next Evolution, the elite outdoor supplements out there. Y'all want to stay harder for longer? Then luck no further. Apex brings you the hardest, cleanest, long-lasting oral supplement out there today. And guys, I will put my name on it. That's right. I said it. That conquer they got going the pre-workout is the bomb diggity. But they got it all, man. All the way from energy, hydration, to recovery. Guys, check them out. I'm not bullshitting you. It's apexnextevolution.com. Use my code, gladiators10. If you can, get organic and wash all your produce no matter what. Like, no matter what. And then with meat, like, do not touch that unless it's organic. Like, you yeah. don't even want to know what happens to those animals. Even, like, free range, yeah. workers have to go into chicken pens in hazmat suits because the environment is so toxic. Really? Well, because yeah. they're shit and everything. When it says yeah. cage-free? Yeah. yeah. Well, they inject them, too, with antibiotics before they're even contracting diseases just to mitigate it and also just to hold them upright yeah like it's insane I it's know. insane what's being done and i'm like this is legal and here's the thing it's like why shouldn't you and i walk into a supermarket and trust that what we're buying is food and no. good for us that's one that's the problem now. like why why can't we and then here's the other problem and i see this especially in athletes again because you're burning so much so you're wanting all of these like hyper palatable foods of like high sugar, yep. refined salt, like not the best oils. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's it's everywhere. And, and it's really hard to get your brain to not be addicted to that. Oh, it's yeah. Really hard. Dude, I'm telling you right now, like potato chips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, and here's the thing is, oh, my uh, God. Uh, yeah. And just it's a it's that hit. Right. Uh, so when I'm developing a recipe, specifically like baked goods, yep. I will go and buy like let's say I'm developing chocolate chip cookies. I'll go and buy like Chips Ahoy, a, a chocolate chip cookie from the local bakery, some somebody's vegan gluten-free one, yep. and I will match, I will test my recipe against it until it hits that zing in the brain that oh, a really good chocolate it. chip cookie like lights up. That's what I'm saying <laughs> is like your desserts, like, you know, you have desserts at, at these um, fight camps, you know, or, or shows that were there and, I kid you not. I've had freaking breads. I've had brownies. I've had 
I haven't had that one yet. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, that's a long time ago. That was a breakfast banana split. Oh, that's breakfast. Those are yeah, those are cacao nibs. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, there's like super, there's a super food breakfast uh, banana split. Yeah, kind of like a uh, what is those Aussie bowls or it's something not, like exactly, that? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was gonna say that looks bomb as hell. <laughs> Just so funny. I made brownies for um this this camp in Abu Dhabi uh -huh. at, like at night because you know they tr you guys yeah. train at night. And then I come in the morning and Ben and had like two for breakfast. <laughs> he was so hungry, right? I'm just saying your desserts are literally mind blowing. Um, I, I the the brownie ones, oh dude, were so good. I love the brownie ones, and that's what I'm saying. Like I know they're so good, so I'm like Trevor. I tell Trevor. I think we could have like three or four, honestly, because it's That's so the good. issue, too. Because like people are like, oh, Beth made it, so it's healthy. Yeah, I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, we're going to eat not it. Any, they're not adding any nutritional value. They are, if you want a brownie, they are clean ingredients, yeah. so they're the better version. Yeah, they're not they're adding the, anything to Oh, they're the diet. best. But that's what I'm saying. So like you make these brownies, this food, or you make desserts awesome, and it's without all the bad shit in it. Right. It's just like, it's like if I'm going to, if I'm going to have a chocolate chip, First of all, you should never deprive yourself of like things that you enjoy, right? Right. Just find the best quality yep. and don't have it all the time. So it's like, it's actually worse for you if you're denying yourself a brownie or a chocolate chip cookie because yeah. you're spending so much time being like, don't have it, don't have it, I'm not going to have it. But then your brain now is yeah. under a state of anxiety, which sets off so many toxins. So it's actually worse for you than just having the goddamn chocolate chip cookie or brownie. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah. like me, I won't deprive. I love right. to have a cocktail. Right. Oh my right? God. Right. Have exactly. a cocktail. Just work a right. little harder. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, have have quality. Do you know what I'm saying? Have How quality. How about Tito's? How about Tito's work? <laughs> I love Tito's. I think Tito's is a great go-to. So if you got a drink, and I know you, yeah. I'm just doing this more for the listener's purpose. Um, <laughs> if you had a like a guy like me and a guy like I like to have social drinks, you know, you yeah. know me. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> and in like beer, obviously, beer is like the mother load of putting fat on you to calories. Um, I know this very firsthand experience. I gained majority of my weight because of the beer. Right. So I cut a lot of my beer out. Right. Like I'm like, it's not that I need it, but you look great by the way. Oh, you did. I, 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 I literally feel I so was much. Like, first of all, you look like 10 years younger. Oh, I feel so much better. Your energy's too. like, it's a, a, there's a lot of things happening. Yeah. I remember life. you saying, yeah. Like we're, we're, I was telling you about the TRT I'm on yeah, now. Um, yeah. But diet wise, I'm eating better. Mm -hmm. I'm eating clean. I'm, Trying not to drink so much beer, but I, <laughs> I, then I started drinking whiskey, right? Like right. whiskey and, and on the rocks, and now I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I'm just going way too hard in the paint." What <laughs> would you recommend for a guy if he's, you know, looking to stay lean and not put on the calories, and he needs to put on a drink, have a drink? What would what is it like? Is it tequila? Um, I mean, most hard alcohol in terms of calories has pretty similar amount. Mm -hmm. Um, it's more of the, the, the quantity, the, qu the quantity. See, okay. Yeah. And it's like, it really helps to, that's been a really hard one for me to be quite honest. Cause I'm, I'm a scotch girl. I'm a skull girl and oh. I love it. Okay. And then I got really turned on to wines. Like I've, I mean, I've had the, I've had the luxury of going to all over France, all yeah. over Spain, like to these vineyards. I've did all of the, the scotch, the scotch tours in, in Scotland, like all the whiskey in Ireland, like sake in Japan is completely different. Yeah. 
to like the sake that Americans know. And and I there's so much. It sounds like so pretentious, but there is so much story and nuance and flavor to alcohol. Where yes, it's ethanol. It is toxic for your brain. It is toxic for yeah. your body, and it's also such a beautiful gift. It's a luxury too, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, you. It is. Well, I mean, any, it's like, an, well, I mean, there's moonshine if you've ever had yep. moonshine. Oh, yeah, I got some in there if y'all watch it, too. <laughs> or if you've had, it's called um, New Spirit, which is what scotch is when it's first distilled. And New Spirit, it's white, and it basically tastes like moonshine. Really? It is the most intense thing you've ever had. Really? It is intense. But then it gets aged, and it becomes scotch. Okay. But once, if you have it, it's clear. So that's probably why you and Justin get along so well, because he's a scotch drinker, too. Well, here's the thing, is like, just when I met Justin, Justin barely touched a drop. Yeah, he don't, yeah. He, Justin's not a big drinker. No, though, he's not. He's not. He'll he smoke that shit out of the weed, though. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> <laughs> which, is not, which is not a bad deal. No. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you a funny story about this guy. <laughs> so, I'm taking him hunting, and I tell him, I'm like, hey, bro, leave the weed in, in the vehicle, man. Let's. <coughs> <coughs> I don't want, I don't want, you know, you smoking weed. I want you to be fucking here with present, me and yeah. present. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he's like, cool. And he did it. He was like, cool, I'll do it for you, whatever. And I'm like, damn, that was easy. Dude, <laughs> by day one, I was so fucking beat up and tired of his ass bouncing off the fucking wall <laughs> and telling me let's go let's go because he's so hyper right like he's on another level i'm like fuck this take the e-bike haul ass back to the truck and get all that motherfucking weed dog because <laughs> i can't take it no more like literally like seriously it's like i didn't realize what we did for him well, because I've known him for so long, and he's always, you know, had it, you know, in his system, mm-hmm. and um, I had no idea it was like his, like Equi- his it brings it down, yeah, it brings mm-hmm. him down, mm-hmm. like you know, it's cool, mm-hmm. and so like I know, like when it's getting closer to fight time, he's cut, he's quit smoking, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's and like lately, he's done like months now. Like if he takes a fight now. He's he quit smoking, and he mm-hmm. definitely oh he'll you know do a vape or a pen or something once in a while, but it's like literally he's cut it out. Oh yeah, and I can tell when he comes in the gym, it's just nine day difference. He's fucking just in the moment fighting and he wants to fuck me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, go back smoking weed. But I think that's a lot of it too, though. Like he's training so hard, and we were talking about how he can't keep weight on too. Mm-hmm. And I felt like you know. Smoking weed makes you hungry, get the munchies, and he cut that out. So, you know, he's not having those late-night snackies, you know? He and Trevor actually both had to explain that to me. Like, he just, he has a hard time actually physically eating. Yeah. During the entire fight camp because he's cut out, he's cut out weed. Cut out weed, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He needs needs that. But what are those things that he sucks the, on that tobacco thing? You oh, those like, Zins? Yeah, the Zins. Yeah. Oh, my God. What, I had one of yours. It was the grape flavor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at first it tasted really good, and then it hits that bitterness. <laughs> yep. And then I started to spin. That's when we were playing top golf. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you were like, it's great. But I was like, it's so good, Luke. <laughs> I'm fucking out of my mind right now. I like I just spit it out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm tripping. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, 
It's like you, you are probably the most downright girl that I've um, know. That's perfect for the team. Like you can relate to uh, Justin on the weed. You can, do, you know, we talk about everything. Um, you know, we can talk about uh, the time we are. I first microdosed in Arizona. Oh my god! Yeah. And, oh my and, god! You and, and George. I had a great time. Remember, I fell asleep on Terrence's lap. Yes. <laughs> I was. We were on the deck in Arizona, and I just loved it. I was the first time I ever did mushrooms, and I thought they were the greatest thing ever. I, I to this day, I do. It was when I took too much with Justin. I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, no, I remember like you because I, I make them into chocolates, and I, I yep. know I now bring them to every fight yep, camp. Yep, you and do. Then, and then when George comes on board, I always make sure yep. there's like some like when during Kamaro's camps because he'll stay with Kamaro. Yep. I always like make sure there's chocolate bars in the freezer <laughs> for George. But I remember you being like, "Man, those shrooms fucked me up a lot." <laughs> and Ben was like, "Was it that or the seven scotches you had? <laughs> seven bourbons?" <laughs> Could have been both. Like, make sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a mixture of both. I just, I, I, and that's what I'm saying is like, it's just, it's just such a, I don't know. I guess, you know, we bounce all over from this conversation, like uh, what's good, what's bad. But like, literally that's how you are though, Beth. We have so much fun with you and we can just, you make, you can make a turd taste like flame and yarn. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's so crazy because. I, but I, I learned from you guys too though. Cause I, I, I watch, cause you know, not everything is a hit because I'm, I'm, it's trial and error and it's like people's taste palates too. You know, like cooking for Camaro is very different from cooking for Justin and then also cooking for the team. Those are like three different ball games. And then also too, while I'm cooking for the team, I'm watching like what's getting eaten and what's, what's not. not. So like I've learned over the years, like you guys are really not fish people. Like you guys are like meat, potatoes, yep. spicy barbecue like yeah. that type of vibe right yep. so yep. it's like okay how can i accommodate this and um serve you yeah on a physical stance and like uh, that's why you know like if you guys want to go out and get your burgers like that one time i'm like great i'm not going to have justin watch you guys eating burgers yep. while he's eating one of my chicken dishes so i'm going to go out get him a burger patty that's organic that's yep. grass-fed grass-finished and let like let's meet meet you guys in the same yep. place kind of thing but and i watch too like i watch you guys barbecue like yep. justin makes a crazy steak and i think when it, it's funny too because he'll be like i was bad or i was this or whatever and I'm, i ask him what he's had and i'm like dude that was actually really clean yeah or like i love i first of all i love justin's family it's like yeah. they are some of my favorite people ever. i know they're just and his mother so would be good. like you know i i try and I, I love taking some of her recipes and she comes at it with like, oh, I don't know if this is clean or not. And then she'll tell me what's in it. And it's all super simple. Yeah. Like if you come down to like, cause she's, she, her family's Mexican. Like yeah. it's very clean ingredients. Yeah. Just it's, take out the lard, huh? You just take out the lard <laughs> and the cheese, I, which, which is where I come in. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. even so the NFL player that I cook for now, like his wife will send me recipes on Instagram and I will take the recipe, I'll cut out the sour cream, I'll cut out the heavy whipping cream. Mod modify it, And right? I will put it, I'll be like, oh, I know the flavor they're going for in this recipe. So, like, let me make this creamy, but with a cashew cream. And that cashew cream is the bomb. So, like, I can make, like, a fettuccine alfredo with cashew cashew cream. Yeah. And here's the thing, too. It's, like, actually, Parmesan cheese is, actually has some beneficial bacteria to it. So okay. It's like, but, again, it's where the source is. Yep. And if you're, it comes back to like, if you're an athlete and you can afford it and you need to spend your time yep. on the field or in the ring, in the pen, 
hire somebody who can do this for you. Yep. And I honestly want to like train five of me because there's, I don't want to say like I'm a rarity, but again, like there's nutritionists and yep. they have to send their nutritional data to the chef who then has to translate it into food. So it's like taking out that middleman. I'm like, yep. okay. And again, like you were, like we've been talking about, like food should be delicious. Yep. It should, bottom line, food should be delicious. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's honestly why I believe like a lot of diets go south real fast because they're like, oh, I can do this for like, you know, three to five days and then I'm going to fucking have my cheat day. Right. A lot of like, if I, like I'm there with you for two weeks, right? Usually for fights and we have meals with you. I could eat your shit every day and feel like it's not healthy. It's, it's I know it's healthy, right? but in my head, I'm thinking I would never known it. It's, you know, this supposed to be like you cut out the the bad salts or the good sugars or the, or sh- the sugar. Like yeah, my friend, she we, I made a um, pulled pork the other day and I took it to this retreat and people were like, oh my gosh, like the carnitas were amazing. And I was people were asking me like what? the rub I use. Yeah, most most rubs have sugar in it, right? right. Or some sort yeah. of whatever. I'll, yeah, because that's why you feel swollen after every barbecue. <laughs> oh my god, let's just talk about like the Traeger's barbecue is the best. I know it's good. I mean. Just like let alone the texture, like, it's they, good. Twice they rocked it out. I was like, "This is probably the best barbecue I will ever I have know. in my life." And so far, Traeger, it is. It is. And like you know, again, like you're saying, if you have that every, if Justin had that every day, yeah. like that's not. I mean, like his. It's, it's not physically it's not possible to do him. your job, right? Yeah. Right. But again, it's like okay, if you like pulled pork, like let me roll this in all these spices that your brain is still going to go, "Oh, this tastes good." It's only when you introduce the sugar do you get that like <gasps> I have to have all of it I can't stop eating right. because it's hitting off those circuits of addiction basically right or just like I have to have more so my friends like so what do you do and I'm like I rolled it in these spices which you're still gonna enjoy and your brain wouldn't know the difference until I introduced like you know I don't know what Traeger was like I think we they put it in like Dr Pepper or something like that oh yeah like, they oh, had God. all kinds of stuff right <laughs> like, I mean that's probably why it was, it was, was so like, good well it was I mean like here's the thing is the flavor was really good but like the texture like yeah. which has nothing to do with yeah. sugar and and junk food like no. their texture it was like, the he bomb there it. He, it was, it. he was good yeah oh oh oh, oh yeah. uh yeah, he's oh, like, Benny, he had it he going for like 16 hours. Yeah. I was like, tell me what you did. Yeah, it's like, crazy, right? I know, it, it's nuts. But but that's what I'm saying is like, that's kind of what I wanted to touch base with you is like, like you make so many good dishes. And I guess like answer the question, like what is, like you said, organic, find the real organic food, the organic meat. But like what is like the number one like ingredient that people should stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like in everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, it is hidden sugars. Like t- it, turn turn the backs around of things that you're buying and just look for different types of sugars. Um, and I'm not trying to demonize sugar. Like there's a time and a place for sugar. Yeah. For me, it's like, hey, if I see a brownie or a cookie, I know that there's a certain amount of sugar. Oh, getting, yeah. Right? I so- cook cookies. <laughs> I, I cook chocolate chips last night. I Killed them today. Right, but you know what you're getting in for, right? It's yeah. when I'm having something savory like a salad or a tomato sauce or crackers where I'm not calculating sugar, right? Because I, I don't really identify sugar in there. So now I've racked up tomato soup. I've racked up a salad. I've racked up things that I think are healthy. And then I go and have that chocolate chip cookie. Not realize I've actually had 10 chocolate chip cookies before I've gotten to that chocolate chip cookie in all of these savory foods. So I would just turn things around and look for sugar. I would look for anything that's like hyper processed. 
I want to, this is something I want to know too. Cause I read, you know, I get all my, I, I say I get all my, I don't watch the news. I don't do a lot of that stuff. I do, um, you know, I, I, I read the news on certain things on social media. I, I, I try to find different sources, right? From mm-hmm. whether it's a politic type source or whatever, I'm just, I look, try to find different things. Like I don't want to just say my way is always the right way. Right. I, I like to learn and I, and I like to see both sides of the story. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things I saw on um, my Instagram a while back my kid, my daughter, and loves cereal, right? She's a cereal eating like a goober. I love cereal so much. Yeah. <laughs> but I also saw some things in there that, like, this is some shit that causes cancer. This is the shit that, is, obviously, it's sugar, you know. Um, that's why they love it, right? right. Um, what What would you say, like, in today's market, what would be, like, the best kid cereal or a cereal a guy like Wayne can eat? I, well, here's the thing with cereal. Like, it's also just like the texture, like the crunch, oh, the, dude, the milkiness. Lucky Charms like, is the bomb. Oh, my God. The sugar. <laughs> like, the whole thing. Like, the whole experience of cereal, regardless of, like, the sugar. Um, I'm a big fan. And, and here's the thing. It's like, no matter what, the way that you make cereal is processed, right? Mm-hmm. It goes through a high-pressure popping machine, basically, and yep. pressurizes everything. But, again, if, like, you want cereal, like, have a bowl of cereal. What's the best I can get? I'm a big fan of Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Yeah, because they're mostly, um, they're sweetened with monk fruit and they're uh, there's like 11 grams of protein in it. And let me tell you something. I got it for Justin. I think he liked one flavor. He didn't like the other ones. But I personally think like the peanut butter one, the cocoa one, and like the fruity pebbles one taste very similar to the things that they're trying to imitate. Really? Yeah. Magic spoon. Magic spoon. Magic All right, spoon. I'm going to try I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one and see. Yeah. And see if I can do one. I but here's the thing what I've noticed now that I'm older. And this maybe you know you could tell me why mm-hmm. or is it because of the milk, the dairy? Dude, I am so lactose intolerant now. I can't I my kids like dad has cereal with this. So I sit and I like it's a big thing when i have cereal with them they're like yeah they're happy i i eat breakfast with them right? i know it's a moment and i'm like okay cool dude i take my sister my daughter 12 minutes away from here and i got <laughs> back here because i'm about to shit my pants and my guts is killing me already and i'm like that's one bowl of of and i barely put any milk in that bitch and <laughs> it's can't what what is what makes a guy Lactose, lactose intolerant. Well, here's here's the thing too, which is uh, also kind of brings us a little bit back to Justin. Um, he Justin loves milk. Yeah, right. He he got gallons like chocolate milk. He, loves chocolate he just milk. loves milk, yeah. man. He'll just drink milk. So, um, so he drinks, and which I would recommend for you is a two milk. And a two milk is the original Gurney milk. What happened was when they brought cows over to the United States, um they started mass producing milk, right? So cows are now demanded to make 20 million times more milk than they were ever supposed to. So there was a genetic mutation and this protein turned from A1, uh, A2 to A1 to make it difficult for humans to digest so that it would deter us so that they would have enough milk for their calves. Really? And so a lot of the reason why people are lactose intolerant is because they can't actually process the A1 protein an a2 protein is actually similar to breast milk the structure of it a1 
A2. A2. So, like, Justin now, like, he, like, had a field day because he can now have milk. It's healthy for him. Like, blah, 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 blah. blah. But it's A2 milk. This is where, like, if I leave Justin to get A2 milk himself, he'll just get this one brand that's not organic. So then I have to come in and, like, I'd rather get him whole milk that is organic. But what I would suggest, and it's gotten, what I was saying earlier, too, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. So you're probably now experiencing that because of all of the hormones and, pe- and pesticides and things that accumulate in this dairy. Cause keep in mind like what cows eat, which are these highly sprayed grasses or mm-hmm. feed now turns into their milk. So now it's even more toxic for you than, you know, 10, five, five years ago. So now your body's, and here's the thing is like you step out side, you breathe in the air toxins. You're yeah. putting out, I don't know what on your body toxins. This is again, not to demonize it. It's the day and age we're in. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of amazing things as well. It's just being conscious. Like, where can I kind of clean some of this stuff up? Yeah. Start so with that's, your milk. That, I guess that's where I was. So, like, when it comes down to, like, um, you know, skim milk, almond milk, is there a better one for you? If you're going to do dairy, whole milk. Whole milk. Less processed. Okay. If you're going to do almond milk, like, make sure it's almonds and water and salt. Okay. Like, I do milk for Justin. If I could make our own almond milk i would and i think i did that a couple times okay but like you again you just want to take out all the ingredients but i would definitely recommend whole milk over skim milk really yeah that's i i guess i never i never there you go you can grab it um i never realized like how um crazy you know dude i love milk i love milk like i'm as a kid and like but like even like i had um we went to ihop the last hunting trip Oh, I love that. Uh, right? And we got a milkshake because we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember this, Tomas? <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny shit, dude. I kid you not. <laughs> this is a true story, huh, Tomas? Yeah. So we get there, and it's like, was it Friday or Saturday night? I don't know. And I got two guys sleeping in the camper with me, and I'm in the main thing. And we're hooked up with, you know, shitters and showers, water. We got the whole full hookup. <laughs> And we all had milkshakes. I was like, dude, let's treat ourselves. We did a good job, right? Right. We all had them. We all go back to the camper to sleep. And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I wake <laughs> up at a dead sleep. And my door shut and everything. And I wake up to the smell. Oh, no. And it's like sewage. It's like oh, sewer. And I thought, oh, fuck, boys. The, the sewer's backed up. Right? <laughs> I run out and I go, guys, open the windows, open the thing. The shitter's fucking backed up or whatever, you know? Did I, what yeah, I say? Woke, you woke us up. He's like, hey, the shitter's backed up. The sewer's coming into the, into the, <laughs> the, 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 the sewer's coming back into the yeah, camper. The, the camper. Like, it smells so bad like <laughs> sewer. <laughs> and it was my ass, oh Beth. Oh my God. I had so you. much gas from that fucking. <laughs> Milkshake. It woke me up at a desk and, <laughs> and I said, they were like, dude, it's your ass. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I will never have that shit again. I won't. Never a milkshake. Oh my God. I, we go to Wendy's. The kids want chicken nuggets, right? Oh my God. They're like, dad, let's get a milk, a frosty. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. You're like, trust me, you do no, not. No, hell no. I, we, we're not getting it. I just don't do it. But that's honestly the truth. And like, I don't know why dairy is so bad for me now. I because mean, like yeah. cheese, mm-hmm. I'm cool with cheese. I don't get I don't get it from cheese. Interesting. That's really interesting. I would, 
That's really interesting. Yeah, actually. I don't get it from cheese. I don't get it. Uh, just you know, only ice cream and stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. so nuts. So cheese is heavier, and I wonder if it's a whey thing. So che- cheese is heavier in casein. It's more concentrated in casein. Yeah. And dairy is more like lactose. So you might have a lactose intolerance. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, may, I don't know. It's. I know it ain't good for me now. Yeah, no, don't. I don't, don't want do that to anybody else. Let alone no, yourself, exactly. Let alone yourself. I don't. <laughs> don't ever, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I love ice cream, and I'm scared to have it. I love ice cream. I make ice cream. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just actually, like Justin. I, I keep testing all of mine out on Justin, and he's like, "Dude, that last one you made tasted like real, like." French vanilla, like it real vanilla. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love making ice cream. Well, it's funny you say that because you know, I, I so Justin and I pretty much talk every day, right? And he usually calls me when he's on the shit or Facetimes me. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, and I'm like, oh great, you know, here's Justin talking to me, right? And and I'm like, what's up? And I just hear porcelain just. Spackle, right? I'm like, dude, why do you always call me while you're on the shitter, right? Because this is what I think about you. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess, thanks, I guess, right? And uh, so we we talk, and you know, he's in Vegas right now, and yeah. um, he he was telling me about the casino and how, how he did, and blah blah. blah. And I said, hey man, uh, you. Uh, Tell me some things about Beth that you really care and what, what you like about her, what 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 you don't like about her, like what what like what what he he's like, what do you fucking mean? And I'm like, well, I'm having her on the podcast, and he was like, oh, I was like, he was like, what? He got all protective real fast. I was like, bro, I'm having her on the fucking show, dude. <laughs> we like, I was like, bro, chill out. And uh, and he's like, oh, dude, I mean. I mean, what do you want to know? I mean, look what I've done when I've since I've had her in my life. Like, she was the best investment that I did for myself, and she is literally he. This is what he said, quote unquote. He goes, he has literally made my life so much easier. But I have literally have got. Yes, I go out there and do what I do, but I can literally do it in my full potential now because I know in my head I have not cheated. I've got the brains behind the operations i got a team that's behind me uh when it comes down to nutrition like you know you and i both know and this is what he said you and i both know thought we were doing everything right before her which you and i know we weren't and in the back of my head i knew i wasn't and that always kind of held me back in 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 certain performances and stuff like that and i said he goes now i just feel i can pedal the metal and i know i can recoup and i i done everything good so like she's literally the reason one of the reasons why i'm where i'm at today that's really sweet yeah he, he literally said it like uh um yeah he goes uh, she like he literally said he's you have made his life better not only because when he's at fight camp like even like when he's in out in vegas right now he's like he's like i'm literally trying to watch what i eat to you know, you've made it a, a lifestyle for him. That's so sweet. Yeah, so I was like, oh, shit, damn. You're fucking like a poet now, dude. You're all trying to fucking be all romantic with me now. He's he's like, no, she's like, literally, she's changed my way of life. And um, it, it, it's just nuts because um, you, when you think you're on a diet and you don't have to be on a diet, you can just live a lifestyle and just know the right thing. He goes, yeah, I know it costs money, but 
this is the this is the lifestyle I, I want to live and for me to live this lifestyle I got to have her in my life I mean I, I again it comes back to being like that's where also like when I had that opportunity to either pass him off or take him on the fact that he didn't just seek out a chef he he sought out a nutritional chef yeah. I was like this guy's interesting and this guy's the real deal <coughs> yeah, you see him you know? fight, you're like, God damn. Well, oh my God. Yeah. I can't, I have anxiety attacks when I watch Justin fight. I don't know what happens <laughs> to me because I'm a pretty, like, I'm a pretty yeah. tough cookie. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, New York. I, I'm New, New York. Yorker. Like, I will sit in ice baths for 25 yes, minutes. Yes, you do. Not because, crazy, not yeah. because it's beneficial for you physically because it's not people. Like, I do it for a mental stamina. And this is also why I love working with spe- athletes, specifically UFC fighters, because it's just them. It's just you in a ring putting your life on the line there's in front of 20,000 fans either for you or against you and this is what fascinates me even more the athlete mentality is like when you are not doing well how do you pick that up in two seconds and then turn it around that is fascinating for me right so I'm like coming back I'm a pretty tough cookie when John when I will show up the fight before Justin or Kamaro because they're the two fighters that I cook for to get used to it, to kind of get warmed up. Yep. And mind you, fights start at like, what, 5 p.m. Yep. or whatever. Their fights aren't, in, they're like the title fights. 10, 30, like 11 o'clock, yeah. So I'll show up like right before, watch that fight, and then see their fights. And I'm pretty, I'm very cool, calm, whatever. When they get in the ring and things start going, like I'm a different person. I remember, because <laughs> I, 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 I sit next to Justin's um, sister-in-law, Kia. Yep. It just happens the way that we're sitting. And I'm like, Kia, I think... I think I'm having an anxiety attack. <laughs> she goes, I can't even see straight right now. And yep. we're like, what are we going to do? Yep. And then I called it this last fight too. I was like, I need Justin to knock him out in round two. So oh, that we shit. Can do- yeah, I called it. And I was like, because obviously this is so awful. But I was like, he has to fight a little bit to make it entertaining, you know, because that's part of his job. I was like, but I cannot sit. <laughs> Pass round fucking Fuck two. Fuck his job now. And Let's like, go. I was yeah. like, I literally will. I was like, I'm, ha- I'm, I think I'm gonna pass out. Yeah. Like, what is happening to me? I can't, I can't handle it because it's such, it's such an incredible sport where, like, you know, for for me personally, like I saw it in the Leon versus Usman. I know very little about fighting. It can change just like. But that, what huh? I what what I do know is that I believe that Kamaro is clearly the superior fighter. Yeah. Yep. Hands down, and within a split second tables can get turned i oh. still think kamaro's a superior yeah. fighter yeah like hands down you can't even compare yeah. but like that's what's so fascinating about this sport yep. and so like it's just like you, things can come out of left field yep. and i'm not ready for that I know. <laughs> like, it, it and it was nuts. the most beautiful kick it was like ufc ballet it was the most <laughs> gorgeous thing i'd ever seen yep. and like you know and you know it was also just a great fight because dustin and justin were both exceptionally good guys yeah they weren't they were yeah that's that's what's what makes it um you know hard for a fighter i mean i guess it's her job but like it's you know our team is to win right our thing is the gym is it easier to fight a guy that's been talking shit about you or your family or whatever absolutely yeah yeah. fuck yeah it's easy you almost want that it's like bring it it's yes but it's also there's a level of uh, professionalism, and I that's one thing I will always say about Justin. And I, I like I told Justin, I told Trevor, and I told Ben this, and and George. I said my 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 ultimate courting job would be like full out fucking team brawl 
<laughs> the fucking deal. It just fucking just start cracking people. It just oh that 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 would be. But like Justin is literally that guy that you know everybody respects him and like so like oh my god you his know, fans love yeah. him. It's the I mean and here's the thing is Justin's also so good with his fans and he's genuine. That's the thing with Justin too. Like what you see is what you get, and it happens to be. That's it. A very great guy. And yep. I really, again, attribute that a lot to his family. He yep. comes from a really good family. But his fans, like, reach out to me on Instagram and they're like, thank you so much for taking care of Justin Gagey. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's I've crazy, never right? had I've never had anyone be That's like, enough. fuck That's this, awful. whatever. Like, they love Justin. And you can see it again, too, because he's yep. very honest. There's no... There's nothing fake about him. He's not trying to pull yeah. one over or manipulate you. I don't even think he knows how to do that. Yeah. Like, he I just know. is who he, he is. Just, he's just a goober, dude. <laughs> he really is. And that, But that's why, you know, um, we love that dude because, like, literally, like, my kids love him. My wife loves him. I mean, we, we like, obviously, you see how we all are, right? Yeah. Well, and, here's the thing is I said this, too, and I met you guys. It's like, I love Justin, but it's actually like the whole, like, I look forward to fight camps now. Like it's a holiday I know, and I know it's hard for everybody, but it's uh, a, I, it's always a challenge for me. It's very stressful, but I also love that. So that makes it even better for me. And then it's like to be around all you guys and watch the dynamics. I said it to you, the guys, the first camp, and I say it every time, like this needs to be the next entourage like i don't know why somebody mm-hmm. hasn't invested to produce you guys as a team as like the next entourage it is the most entertaining like i go through withdrawal the week after fight <laughs> camp because i've been so entertained like it's always different it's like a whole week of like working hard playing hard like you guys are hilarious together yep. and again it's the dynamics of everybody yep. and everybody's professional but everybody's also and there's no there's no bad apple, no. you know. It's not. It's not tolerated, and it's. Uh, it's not spoken that it's not tolerated. It's. It's literally just like everybody minds their p's and q's, mm-hmm. and knows like task in hand is. Justin's the main priority, so we got to do our job, and well, there's a time and place for us to have our drinks and have our fun and have our chocolates, and you know <laughs> what I mean, like yeah. And it's when business is done, and then we do it right. Yeah. And you know that time to clock in, you know, because. Fight, fight week is so stressful or whatever. Like, people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, the interviews and the oh talk and the hype and everything. It's so stressful. And, like, you know, I just try to come in there and just try to have fun with Justin. I'm like, dude, enjoy this shit because it's going to be gone one day. It will be. It's just gone. And I'm like, just, I'm just speaking from the truth, right? Like, I just. <laughs> so, I just. We have fun with it. I just try to have it fun because. Dude, being a fighter, it's, dude, there's so much pressure on you. And I was nowhere as good as Justin, right? Like, I was never the main event in the UFCs. I was never fighting for titles. This guy is. So I could only imagine how much more pressure he has, right? It's unreal. Like, it's what the brain goes through. Like, I mean, this is, again, why I also, like, do what I do with fueling him with adaptogens and antioxidants. It's not even just the physical performance. It's the mental performance of like, you're in front of all these people and you're getting hit in the head. Like the concussions. I'm like, let me just, and unfortunately the brain cells don't like redevelop like your rest of the cells. They, your brain is like a GPS map. It has to reroute. 
And because they're taking on all of these. That's when the like, mushrooms hits, kick in. That's when the mushrooms kick in. The micro Exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's so funny, too, is like when I was first, uh, the first camp I went to with Charles, and I was asking who everybody was, and he was explaining, and he was like, a loose, um, he was like, Ben's the, my wrestling coach from blah, blah, blah. Trevor's, you know, main coach. Striking coach. Yeah. George is jujitsu, all of this stuff. And he's like, Luke is my coach, but he's also brought for entertainment. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? And I like literally didn't get it. And I remember clocking that and being like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy? And then literally day two of, of fight camp, I was like, oh, totally get it. <laughs> now you know. Now <laughs> and that's know. why we missed you in Abu yeah. Dhabi. We were yeah. like, damn it, where's Luke? I, I, we, I literally am the one that tries to make the best uh, out of the worst all the time. You know what I mean? Like always. Which is so crucial. And I think that's why I clocked it where I was like, why is that? Why is that? Why? Do, how does that pertain to a fight? Camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we're here to do a job. And I was like, oh, this f- fun and humor is actually one of the keys yeah. to this week. Because if you are so intense, there's no way you can go out there and be in the ring and in your flow. Yep. Where you're in a mind state of like, I'm going to crush this. And it's from an open like light place rather yeah. than this like contracted, you know, heaviness. And that's where you come in. Like y- you literally are one of the the main assets to fight camp in the sense where you are the entertainment. And I don't know how you come up with everything you say and the timing you do. <laughs> but like, I think I like have bladder problems when I go into fight camp because I'm like, I have to hold my bladder because I'm going to laugh so hard. But you guys are just like, it's, it. but anyways, it's, it's crucial to those, those weeks because yeah. Without that, I mean, you can get into a mental space. Again, you go out there, it is just you. you yeah. Not just that. Like, people don't understand. There's, like, people betting a fuck ton of money oh, yeah. on you. Oh, yeah. There's so many nuances to being a UFC fighter that f- people, people don't, don't realize. Real. I mean, there's endorsement. There's so much pressure. for. I mean, like, you know, yeah, he's riding high on a kite right now. But there's, you know, the realistically of it, yeah, he's you know, eventually he's going to come down. He's going to fight defeat, and he has faced defeated. But, like, you know, you, you kind of look at um, Kamaru right now. Kamaru's a fucking G, right? He's an yeah. OG of the – and he's facing that diversity right now of, like – you know, and he's older than Justin and been in the game a little longer than Justin. So he, he's he been there. He's he's facing yeah. that, that – that, I don't even want to say opportunity. He's facing that – that path in the road right now is where he either is going to continue going forward or, hey, it's time to fucking hang it up. That's his, that's on him, right? Yeah. Like, hey, he'll know that. But, yeah. like, Justin, like, I, the way I look at it with Justin is, like, look, I feel like ever since I stepped away from coaching at the gym uh, late at night and at, at Genesis where I was at working there too, and I cut that and I put all my focus in to Justin's camps, and um, I mean, like, why wouldn't I? I mean, I make way more money with Justin. He's once in a lifetime fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I said, like, I'm gonna focus on the podcast, help you know, you know, make more money doing this. I can step away from the the gym and give me give him 120 percent of me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, ever since I did that, I started showing up at camp at everyday practices, and so like. I don't even know how long, I think, I don't even know since before, I think it was, uh, what was the fight before Michael Chandler? Um, I don't know. It was the fight before Michael Chandler, I believe. And, um, is that Khabib? I wasn't, I came on. It might've been, it might've, no, I wasn't Khabib then. Uh, I 
fuck, it was a good question. But was it Tony? No, Tony was the first one. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. So I I got it to focus. I got to go to every practice with Justin, you know, and maybe I missed one one a week, you know. But like when we do camps and Justin does ten week camps, I'm literally there every fucking day, right, with Trevor, and like Trevor's there, you know. 100% all the time, right? Like oh, my Trevor's God. Trevor there. is, like, complete. Like, uh, that's yeah. another one, too. I think so if, he, the, if, the world, if the world came to an end and we needed to, like, reinvent electricity and the internet and all this, Trevor would handle that. Like He would figure it travel, out, right? Trevor, anything that you want to develop or do, like, tre- from, like, sewing to creating, like, his own anything. cold plunge. Like, literally anything. Again, anything. if we had to reinvent electricity, Trevor, like, I'm in Trevor's camp, full on. And also, too, like, the way that Trevor... It's interesting, like, just talking about actually, like, going to the the workouts, which I need to do more of when he's in camp. Because that was also, like, if you're out there and you're wanting to be a chef for athletes and all of that and nutritionists, like, you can follow what you know in the book. It is a very different when you actually go Hands to on. the training. See it, right? I mean, you so can see I, it. Oh, my God. So when I showed up to that training that one day. And sparring, right? <laughs> oh I've never seen it. I, like, literally after. So for people listening, like... And Trevor is like cool as a cucumber, which is like just watching again. I learned so much from you guys, like watching his style of coaching. It changes who I am too. He's just super calm, super cool, and super like yeah, baby. Like good, like no, he does not say yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, but he, but he's I like he's like good, good, good. Yeah. It's always like yes, I love like, it, I love, love it. it, love yeah. it, love it more. Like it's always very encouraging, and it comes from that state, yeah. which is so great and on a psychological level to get your when you believe in yourself and you're on that, that's, that's the game changer when you're yeah. down and you have to turn things around. It's like having that, I can, that, um, it's an open energy rather than this contracted energy. But anyways, I'm going in there and they send, so Justin has, is training for five rounds, which a big piece of that is the stamina, right? Yep. Cause like you can be an amazing fighter in round one, but can you be an amazing fighter round five two, rounds in? Yeah, round right? two, round three. Exactly. That's a completely different With someone level. new and fresh on you. So that's what's really fun. It's like I didn't realize every single round that Justin's facing, <laughs> Trevor's sending in a new fresh fighter. And after round one, Justin's like hanging on the cage and he's like, Beth, they're trying to kill me. <laughs> and I'm literally, my eyes are like wide open, like yeah, a Japanese de- anime. You look like a deer in Watching, headlights, yeah. like watching this going on, and I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. And it ha- I rethought the way I was fueling him pre and post and and ongoing. And also, also pretty proud that some of the things that we'd already been doing were spot on. But definitely, like recalculated what I needed to be doing for him. Actually, watching. The yeah. amount that he's bur- like round one, he's dripping like he had just <laughs> done a plunge in a bath, and I'm just like, oh my god! And yeah. he had to keep going for five rounds. Yep. He's like, they're trying to kill me. I can't go on. Trevor's like, and we're going in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Super calm and cool, and yep. I'm like, God, I love you guys. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy because um, I this is one thing I will say about Justin. So like when we start camps, it's usually like week ten, right? We start training camps. And it's so funny because, like, he, he, he's so much better now. But, like, when he would start camp, he was just trying to get – that's why he would do 10-week camps, just trying to get in fight weight, fight shape, you know. So by week eight, he's ready to go, right? So, like, the first couple weeks, three weeks, you know, I, I would I would honestly say, like, before he was, like, fucking – after week five, he was starting to fucking pay back. 
you know, give paybacks, right? Mm -hmm. But I had five weeks of seeing his ass get kicked. You know what I mean? And, like, everybody couldn't wait to get a piece of Justin Gaethje next round because, (laughs) you know, because they want to fuck him up. I mean, Justin's right. right. And I'm like, okay. And, like, wait, motherfucker, because when week five comes, and then, like, this last week, uh, this last fight camp, it was around week seven, week uh, six is when – we, me and Trevor looked at each other. We're like, "Oh, somebody's in shape already." <laughs> like everybody's fucking starting to get through. He's doing really he's well. He's doing really well. Yeah. And that was like so. It was so motivating for me because, because now, because now he has to call people out and get people scheduled in each round. Because now people no ain't like, not. "Hey, who wants some now?" <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, you gotta get some Debo now, motherfucker." That's it's really so funny. Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting too is that I'd say this is also a difference between Justin and Kamaro. <laughs> um, is that like Kamaro's pretty consistent, mm-hmm. right? You know, like again, he's. He's hired me because he knows that nutrition is one of the key assets. Yep. I'm gonna I'm going to give him what he needs on the best level that I can, right? But he's consistent, right? He doesn't like take these breaks in between yeah. fights. He doesn't he's go in the gym every day. No. <laughs> he's in the gym every day. He's eating as clean as he can, you know, like once in a while, whatever. People are human. Yeah. Um Justin. When I leave Justin after a camp, like I'll leave him for Usually it's like two two, two months. No, yeah. oh two months. That's the most. No, it's never been two months. I'm sorry, six weeks is the most it's been. So I kind of gauge like a month to six weeks. It was the one before last. It was after the London one. I get a call way early. Yeah, right? and he's like, Beth, when can you start tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, something's up. Like, yeah. okay. I was like, Absolutely. He looks like a tomorrow. fucking. Fattish. I came in there. It was like Justin put on a, a fat suit. He was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like, look what I've done. Yeah. But here's the thing too, learning He looked like a fat Chipotle burrito, bro. I was like, he looked like a little Pillsbury. And I was just like, oh, and I was trying to be nice and I was like, don't worry, like, yes, I can I can see it, but like don't worry. (laughs) We all can fucking see it. I was like, oh shit. But here's the thing too. And I was like, listen. This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen twos and they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet man i'm talking lightweight great ankle support and i'm telling you they look real snazzy uh i love them i used to rock the thors and man these things uh blow them out of the water i'm telling you man let's just keep it real crispy boots i'm a big fan and i think all their boots are the bomb.com you know uh guys check them out at crispyus.com and and we we got it off really fast. Yeah, we got it off really fast because and this is for everybody listening. Whether you're an athlete, you're a hunter, you're an average Joe, you can take on whatever diet you want. I don't care if you're vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, yeah. keto. You love bacon. You love whatever. Just keep the ingredients clean. Bottom line. Period. Keep it clean. That's it. Have if you want to have a pizza, great. Make sure the pizza's made with like or flour, salt. Water, that's it. Tomato sauce, like a nice cheese, whatever. Clean ingredients. It's when you put all these like bullshit other ingredients you don't need that your body becomes like inflammatory, holds on to, doesn't metabolize things well, and then it gets caught in your um, fat cells basically and they explode. Anyways, with Justin, I was like, oh my God, like what are we going to do? And just with 
cleaning up the ingredients, like, he it? lost it in like a ridiculous time. Yeah. So now this last time after this fight, he's like, <laughs> he wasn't as puffy as that time, but he was a little puffy. Yeah. And I was <laughs> noticeably, and I was like, Justin's going to come off really fast because I knew that from what we had done <laughs> before. Time. And it did. It did. Yeah. And I think it's also too, it's, I love Justin and Kumaro's relationship it's literally like big brother little brother yeah 100 percent. they're and so good so for each cute other. they're so good for each other and i think because we were able to because kamar doesn't take a break and he had these 10 days to fight in his weight that he's normally at everybody was on board you know yeah. and he did a beautiful job and i there's discrepancy if he should have won or not yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean he did an amazing amazing yep. job um if it had been Justin, it, it would have been a little harder to get him there. But Kamara was ready. And I think that Justin seeing that, I think also, too, like we were talking about him coming into his prime. And again, this is me speculating. I have zero idea. Yeah. But just if I was to put my two cents in, I think he's watching his watching. Yeah, because he, yeah, he doesn't ever know when the opportunity exactly. might come. Exactly. It's like, oh, look what This is his there. job. Yeah, he gets yeah. it now. And that's I think that's. That's the difference. That's the grown-up part of Justin now. Mm -hmm. Like, Justin mm -hmm. is, um, he's not doing the old Justin routine. Like, after fights, he would take time off and just load up. And, you know, now he wants to train. And, you know, granted, he's traveling, you know, all over now to do all these UFC deals and stuff. But he literally, like, he's told me, he's like, dude, I ate so good last night. But, like, it was as clean as I can get and I paid for it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's expensive mm -hmm. eating good. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's a misconception. I really do think that's a misconception. You think so? I, I believe Maybe so. just in Vegas. I don't know. No, I, I really do believe so because, again, it, it comes down to, like, like, clean ingredients. You can go to a that's diner. True. You can go to a diner. Yeah, but what diner is going to do that, though? What, what cook is going to do that? You and I are going to go out to a diner uh -huh. and we will order and then I will show you. But there's, really? yeah, oh yeah, there's. You I ain't going to. Dude, what the I've, hell is that? Diner? I have. <laughs> you ain't taking me to fucking. Uh, uh, what's that fucking Diddy's? And they ain't gonna cook no fucking keto shit. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Keto? Who wants keto? Come on, keto. I, I honestly feel like for the majority, yeah. keto is a male eating disorder. What, what about the carnivore <laughs> diet? Do you believe? I okay. So here's my two Wait, cents. Be, before you say that, tell me what you got, Tomas. Yeah. Uh, Justin Gichaba had a question. He said, I'd like to know what was the one, what was one of the hardest unhealthy foods to recreate into being healthy? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Put you on the spotlight, Beth. Well, there's two folds to that again. Cause like I, that's a good question. I think it was um, like heavy cream, heavy fat pastas, and like that's the Alfredo, Alfredo. Yeah, and stuff. that's where I came up with the cashew because that's cream. stuff that you have now that I I think it's literally Alfredo. Like I would not know the difference. And here's the thing too: is it's like you have to be just because something says cashew cream, I, you think it's healthy. It's like no, no, no. Nuts are fat. Mm. Dairy's fat, which is good, and that's. In moderation, Moderations. right? So people are like, oh, nuts are, are healthy fat. I can eat a whole bag. No, no, A quarter cup is a serving. That's a serving stop there. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Which, look, again, so I, if you give me a bag of nuts, I'm going to crush that thing. 
I have a really hard time saying no. Or like I could I used to eat like I've been trying to have my wife crush these nuts for a minute now. <laughs> 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 Fucking damn it. You need to go talk to her, darling. Tell her how you crush those nuts. <laughs> but I would say anything like dairy and pasta, and it was me um, mitigating, okay, I want to use, I don't need to f- give you all this cheese and butter and heavy cream that's just going to sit in your stomach, and there's actually not a lot of nutritional value. I'm going to give you cashew cream, but I don't want to lie to you and say, oh, this cashew's heavier, where I'm still introducing a lot of fat that could be hard to digest. So it was like, using cashews with more of bone broth which i make which has a lot of collagen which all athletes should be having um powders are here and there a lot of it is just the market um if your body is not in a collagen recepting mode it's not going to actually process that collagen it's going to get rid of it so So, like athletes yeah if you're pregnant or post-pregnancy you're definitely in a collagen recepting mode you're trying to rebuild and repair so i make bone broth which is easy to adapt into your your sorry it's um easy to assimilate and so i'll do a lesser cashew more bone broth with a little bit of nutritional yeast which is kind of like a cheese flavoring substitute um, but it's full of vitamin b12 if you're a vegan you should definitely be having this so it has that cheesy flavor a little bit of like italian herbs sometimes a little bit of garlic salt pepper blend that all up so it's like a little bit more of a liquidy cream you don't want it thick because when you put it into the pasta in the heat it'll thicken really fast because the nuts will thicken but that was probably the hardest thing that i had to discover was that um moderation of a healthy nut but not too much i hope that wasn't too dense no no that was a a healthy nut (laughs) i honestly think like honestly that was a good question i was like blown away on that question that was was a good question that was like honestly i don't know i just know you as all your all your foods now are those tacos that you made in utah oh my gosh for lunch well again that's like me watching like okay what are these guys like like what are they going for like how can i it's a lot it's, it's very stressful dude i'm telling you I, I that's why i said like you could make a shit taste so fucking like a filet like honestly i i i, I truly believe that beth like honestly I, 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 like literally like I've some of the stuff lot. i've had some misses though let's be yeah, real yeah i don't know i'm not on meals well with just with justin that's it also too is like, maybe because you cook more with justin for I don't, sure yeah for sure and like he's he'll be so polite but like i can see but you know it's also too it's also too like Something that scores well with somebody is not a yeah. go with somebody yeah, else. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's where people have to start with themselves too. It's like for yourself, list the three things that are non-negotiables. My non-negotiables are burgers. My non-negotiables are ice cream. My non-negotiables are cereal. Cool. How can I have these three things with the cleanest ingredients I can get? That's, that's Don't take that. I always tell people, I try to tell people to approach things like, don't approach it like what can I cut out? It's like what can I add in here? Yeah, you know, in most Americans are, and I no, even like in Europe, some like when I go to like the like Eastern Europe and especially it's like all brown and white food. Yeah, you people people add in specifically green, but colors like they are screaming at you. I'm here to help you. I have all of these antioxidants. I have all of these phytochemicals that are going to be a game changer. So it's like just. It's it sounds so hippy dippy when it's like eat the rainbow, but it's like on a biochemical level. These are a variety of nutrients that are gonna help you a lot. And after six months, I'm not gonna be like, oh, after three months you're gonna feel it, unless no. you're Justin Gagey yeah. and an athlete who processes things faster. 
But after six months, when you hit that point and you know what you could feel like, you will never go back. You just have to don't do it all at once. Like pick a couple things that you're going to take on. Really? Even if it's just one thing. Like you have to make it easy and enjoyable for yourself or you're not going to do it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You're not going to do it. And no. here, the only point is if you're going to do it or not. That's yeah. the only point. Like you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take on this. No, you're not. You're going to take on one thing because you have to work. You have to do all these obligations. You actually really don't want to do these three things that you think are healthy for you. Yeah. So pick the one that like lights you up. You know? Yeah, no, you're you're speaking the truth right there because that's why I make workouts so much fun. Like you got to make a workout fun because oh my god, yeah. If you get in the same shit over and over, you're like, ah, why do we have to? We're like Tomas and I were talking earlier. He's like, oh man, you know his buddy Frank and I, just all they do is a stair climber. Like you got to change it up. You have to. Yeah. Oh my god. You got to change it up. You know what I mean? Like you're already it's gonna get like ah. Uh, it's a it's a human it's, mentality. You will get bored with yeah. complacency. Complacency. The human brain is actually more stimulated with challenge, and change to a degree than complacency. Yeah. Like for 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 me too. Like I added, so I I went to more like protein diet, which like I always encourage people to add more protein to their diet. But with that, I had to like cut out other things because I was eating too much. If I just added more protein, I've added more calories, and like I couldn't do it. But at the same time, so I'm eating this healthy plate of like protein and veggies and all of that. After a month, I'm gonna get bored. Yeah. Like your brain is. That's like, what I was talking do to you something about. Something else. That's what. Please was, do something else. That's what we were talking about the carnivore. I asked you about. Yeah. Because it's all meat, yeah. right? Like yeah. And here's the thing with the carnivore diet that I know this far, and I again, like I'm so open to changing as new data comes in. As it's actually talking to people who do the carnivore diet rather than listening to. People who are um, just recommending it. exactly. Or you saying, need to talk to a friend or someone who's actually done it. Yeah, it's completely different information. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone, even if they come from a good intention, is trying to sell you something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that's not new news. It's business, right? It's it's new, of yeah. course, of course, right? So talk to someone who's done it. So I talked to my chef friend who did it, and the the majority of the reasons and why I would suggest it to some people is that. Meat doesn't have a lot of phytochemicals and fiber that could upset the gut or the intestinal lining that most people experience with like inflammation or they can't process a lot of veggies or they can't process X, Y, and Z. Meat doesn't have that. It's a pretty solid protein form. There's not a lot that can aggravate you, right? It is high in acidity. That's the only thing where I'm like, mm. for the majority of the people, if you don't have IBS or gut problems, I don't think that's a healthy diet. If you do, try it. But my friend, my chef friend who did it, who did have a lot of gut problems and does suffer from a, gut, a lot of gut problems, did it. And it worked amazing for her for like a month. Her skin completely cleared up. She wasn't having all these digestive issues. And then she took it into, like I'm saying, like after a month, great. She took it into six weeks to two months. She started smelling horrible. She oh, started yeah. smelling like meat. Everything was backed up. So it turned. So oh, like, that's crazy. I yeah. didn't hear that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've I, never heard I've, that. I've heard that several times, but, like, talking to somebody in person. Yeah, yeah you got to talk uh, to yeah. somebody who's done it, actually, right? Exactly. And, again, too, it's, like, for me, I love trying diets to see what works and what doesn't. But after a while, you should change your diet because your body is going to change. Yeah. Fuck, I smell like a ribeye. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, like, I mean <laughs> what the fuck, right? I mean, here's my thing, too, is, like, I, whatever I have going on, my sweat 
rarely smells. Yeah. Rarely smells. Me too. I'm like a- Unless when I drink. Or- Really? I'm super stressed out. It's like an animal. Oh. If I'm stressed out, like- I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I talked to my acupuncturist. And I'm like, James, I am literally smelling from my left armpit only. And it smells like a super sharp X, Y, and Z. And he was trying to tell me that, you know, certain nods and chakras were backed up. But it's, you know, your body, it's like an animal. Your body is releasing different toxins that have a certain smell chemical. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy because um, I, I honestly think like, me hearing the whole carnivore thing and like you start smelling and like it makes sense. I mean, there's this, it's acidity, right? So protein, when you digest protein, like there's ammonia that comes yep. off of it that your liver has to deal with, right? If there's too much of that, it's going to get like, you know, put into different areas of your body and it becomes toxic and all of that. And your body's trying to get rid of it through sweat. Yeah. Because it's, there's That's toxins. That's the only way ammonia. you get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like going to get rid of it. Your body is... Your body is your best friend. It's been there for you through whatever you Everything. decided to do. It is your, I learned this when I was, it's something my sister said to me that like brought me to tears when I had, <laughs> I was presenting my menu for this restaurant that I was opening up, which I'd never opened up a restaurant like through to one of the top restaurateurs in Denver. I didn't have a team to present this menu. It was just me, a chef that had won incredible amounts of awards all over the world. And I hadn't eaten all day long. I presented. It was mediocre. Probably below that. Whatever. They, we opened the restaurant. They were totally on board with the menu. I didn't know at the time. I came after that. I had the, one of the biggest anxiety attacks I've ever had. Full on crying. Like thought I, you know, probably should not be living. Yeah. Called my older sister and just expressed all of this to her. Like completely like imposter syndrome. I've lost this job. I was given this one opportunity that I've wanted my entire life and I couldn't even complete that. All of those stories that we yeah. all, we all have those stories oh, yeah. that look differently. They have different scenarios. Yeah. But we all have those stories where you're like, I'm completely worthless. I was given this opportunity. I blew it. Like I, yeah. once again, like I'm, I'm absolutely worthless. I'm, I'm hopeless. And my whole, I'm shaking and crying and all of that in my car and after I'm saying this for like a half an hour to my sister, my older sister, she's like, have you eaten? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I haven't. And I was like, ah! and I'm like going on about that. And I'm like, you know, defensive and all of this. And I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't. And she's like, okay, you need to eat. Yeah. And she was like, and I don't know what she said, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but something to the effect where like, She's like, you need to be good to yourself. You need to be good to your body. Your body has been there with you through everything. It has supported you. It has been your best friend. It doesn't judge you. It doesn't have anything negative to say to you. You do what you do in life, and it is a yes and. It is there to support you. You need to be good to your body. You need to eat. You need to fuel your body, and then we'll have this conversation. And I was like, but just like that breakdown of like what your body is just this unconditional loving thing for you, no matter what you go through, no matter what you situation you put oh, yeah. it, no matter what situation you put it in, whether you're in a ring in front of 20,000 people, whether you're in front of a desk, whether you're with your children and you want to kill them, yep. like your body is like, I'm here for you. Yep. Like I'm here for you. So 
coming back to food, it's like your body is this loving dog. If you have pets, this loving child that looks at you like you're the salt of the earth. Like when you choose to put something in it and give something to it, please treat it like it's that precious thing that will love you no matter what. That's a good, that's a, that's a perfect thing what you just said coming from a specialist nutritionist right there like it's true though right it's so true i mean mean, if if you put something in your body it's going to have an effect it's people think it doesn't have an effect because you can't feel it like a drug or you can't feel it like alcohol you can't feel it immediately but it's like again it's like your body's like okay she's given us this our job is to keep her in a perfect balanced state we're gonna take this bullshit on And we're going to make it work or we're going to try and get rid of it through sweat. We're going to try and get rid of it through this. We're going to try and turn it into X, Y, and Z. So for instance, like when you're overstressed and you run out of these stress hormones, your body's like, well, we have to keep her or him in homeostasis. So we're going to take all your sex hormones and turn them into stress hormones so that she can calm down. And that's why people like suffer like from like sexual dysfunction, all this stuff because you're on this super stressed out thing, but your body is there for you at all times, no matter what. So like when you choose something to give it, make sure that it's the best thing you can give it. And that's funny you say that because I mean, you said it right to a T like you're, you, the best equipment that you can purchase yourself is your health, right? Like, I mean, it really is like, you know, in, in the outdoor deal, like people want the best gun, the best boots, the best backpack, you know, best gear, mm-hmm. the best socks. What, what you know? What what can I get to get me there? Like, it's your fucking health. Oh my god, yeah. It's, I mean, literally, that's, that's the only thing. That's who you are. Yeah. It's like it's it's and the thing is, it's like it's not. It doesn't stop at your body and the way you look and the way you feel. It's the way you think, which becomes the words that you choose, the way that you, the choices that you make in a particular situation, which is this ripple effect into what accumulates to be your life you have to give your body the the tools to build new cells to build new brain cells to build a foundation where you can make changes where you can say yes or no to certain situations and if you're struggling it's like a lot of times when people struggle in life and they're going through a situation or just like I said, the story where I'm having this anxiety attack the only question my sister had was like have you eaten yeah she knew you like, ha- yeah, but it, it goes across the board. It's yeah. like, what, what is, what is the data that you're putting into your body that's going to come out like it's coming out right now in your behavior? Yeah, it's that hangriness. Oh my God, dude. Hang- hanger is like a completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth though, right? Like, oh my God, I mean, yeah. from anything, from being hungry to how literally are you living your lifestyle? Like my what? lifestyle, like I, I, I truly believe this. I think this was like, we were talking about in Salt Lake. It was after the London fight. I came back and I said, dude, I'm a fucking piece of shit. I need to change the way I do things. And it was when I, you know, got my levels checked, started working out, started doing everything. My wife started doing it. She was the one that started it before me. And then I was like, dude, I can't have my fucking hot ass wife fucking looking <laughs> great. She's a babe. And, She's like, a babe. and looking like a fucking turd ball, right? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I really yeah. couldn't. So That's I was a good like, partnership. Yeah, I was like, I got to I gotta do stuff too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of it was, was on me too because, dude, I would just fucking be lazy like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. I just want to take a nap and just no motive, no drive, nothing, not in anywhere, like no drive whatsoever. Mm. And I was like, dude, when my kids would ask me to go jump on the trampoline, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. I, like, 
cool ice cream mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I knew, like, something's going on with me. I got to change my lifestyle, change everything. I got to get back being motivated and doing things because that's the life I want to live, right? Like, I don't want to be, you know, fat and, you know, lazy and not take pride in my appearance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think you've touched on something that I think a lot of people should really take in consideration is that the environment that's around you is you can manipulate to help you to get there. So for instance, like your wife, Kalina started doing it first. Oh yeah. And it created this environment where like the cool thing to do. All right. Maybe I'm late to the party, but dang it. I'm glad I'm with them now. She feet. Holy cow. What a game changer has been. Uh, I've been rocking sheep feet now for the last month, and every day my feet thank me. Guys, hopefully you already have some, but for the ones that don't, guys, don't wait any longer. Get them now, and I got a code for you all. Hold on tight. Uh, it, dude, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I had no idea what an uh, insult can do for you. I mean, a legit insult. I mean, it can relieve your fatigue, your aches. Uh, your pain in your feet, your knees, hips, back. I mean, you know, if your feet hurt, your hunt is done. So why would you not take care of your feet? Invest in a pair of sheep feet. Guys, go to sheepfeetoutdoors.com. Use my code GU10 at the checkout. Oh, man, and you will thank me. You're my people. <laughs> yeah, she she talks so highly of you. I well, love her. the first time we had you scheduled to be on the podcast, she was pissed off because she was it was the daytime and she was going to be at work and she was like, "Really, Luke? <laughs> you can't do it later when I'm fucking going to be around to say hi to her and stuff." So it worked out perfect. Yeah, this it's one did. perfect. <laughs> because like literally, she loves the shit out of you. I I I love Kalina. She's a very. But rare. That's why I say like we all love you, Beth. Like honestly, like. Um, what you have done for Justin Camaro, um, dude, sitting in the the sauna with you, Ben and I, yeah, that was cool. That huh? Ben, like, I love. <laughs> do you see what Ben got now? Oh he my went, god, yeah, I love it. He showed that to us. I was like, and I said, Justin, I was like, dude, did you see that? What what Ben got and just like what? What are you talking about? No, I didn't. I was like, oh, you weren't on. The, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't in, the, in our text. You weren't in the yeah. But I remember just being like, hey, my nibbles are on fire, and dude. you were like. My nipples are <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my nipples were so on fire. We were in the sweat tents. Ben brought the sweat tent. It was an, built oh, it. Yeah. It was a 180, 180. Oh my god. Here's the thing though. The 180 in that sweat tent is because it's stupid. this furnace that you're sitting right up against. Like I, I was burnt. Like my skin got burnt. Oh, dude. And here's my thing too, which was super cool, because I love pushing myself to limits. I could I realized then sitting next to you and Ben. Where, like, luckily I was in conversation and I was pretty tranquil, but I could sit in cold for ages. Sitting in heat is a completely different ballgame. See, that's the difference between me. I can do heat. I can't do cold. Yeah. My brown ass can't do cold. (laughs) (laughs) And I had this piece on my bikini that was, like, um, a gold medal. Yeah. And it was, like, burning into my skin. And Ben was right in front of the furnace. And I was just like, I have this dude's next level. Yeah. But literally. Because we went for three rounds and like he had a soundtrack on and I don't know how you guys were calculating the timing, but each time we did it, because I think I did it with you guys twice, both times on the second round, I was like, I had done a massive dose of like MDMA. Yeah. I was on every Different high. Like, and it was that tangible where it wasn't yeah. like, 
I'm super relaxed. I was like, no, 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 I'm on drugs here. Like, yep. this is like the most, I mean, like, meta. It, yeah. It's yeah. awesome. That's one thing I will say about Benton. He loves that sauna shit. And I, I love it more now because I'm not doing it just because it's my job. Like, I'm trying to cut weight and lose weight. I do it because, one, it flushes all those fucking nasties out oh of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, my shit look like creamy like milk coming out of me bro mm-hmm. like you know you got to realize i'm there shakes. fucking drinking <laughs> and i'm just getting all those nasty talkings out of me and like literally it just feels so good the more you sweat the, the <clears throat> but at the same time now i can drink water in it and before like i'm cutting weight with you know as a fighter mm-hmm. you can't drink you're fucking want an ice chip in your mouth you know i hated that part you know that's what part like cutting weight with justin is like I know how bad it is with him, you know, because any fighter's done it, you know, it sucks. But now I enjoy it with Ben, and I can, I can do it. That's why I said like what he just bought that that little circle. We have to go over. I know. I'm like, it's what sick. is this? That's what I want out here so bad, dude. I didn't know you guys had a hot tub. Yeah. I didn't even ask yeah. you the cold plunge because I know you don't like. Home. It's it's. I think it's underneath my deck now. I, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I could sit in the goddamn snow now. I'm done with it. <laughs> I, first of all, driving up here was like Lord of the Rings. I'm like, this is absolutely Yeah, you got to come during stunning. like the spring and summer. It's I mean, it's gorgeous awesome. right now. Yeah, it is really. It just gets dark sooner, you know, everywhere. But I hit it like right before it got dark and it was like absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. You have to come out here and um, like that's why like Trevor and all the guys like come out here. We hang out and they love it out here. We, we just have fun out here. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean... I'm like, first of all, the studio is really cool. Well, thank you. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, the whole it's setup been, here is amazing. It's been a progress, and um, we're gonna probably what what we're episode one eighty, so probably around episode two hundred, we're gonna do a whole remodel. Throw a, oh really? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you should throw a rager. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll def- we're definitely gonna do that too. <laughs> We're definitely doing that too. We did that on episode 100. And I was like, God damn, I can't believe we did 100. And holy shit. And that was just a fucking shit show. But uh, it was fun. And uh, but yeah, we we made it. To, uh, we're going to make it to 200. If, uh, we don't get canceled. <laughs> Do you go hunting around here? Yeah, yeah, definitely have. Okay. Okay. Do you know I, f- I just started taking shooting lessons? No way. Yeah. My girl. Yeah, that's absolutely. it. Good I for was- you. <laughs> that's my chick. I yeah. mean, we're starting with, um, I don't even know what they're called. Just handguns. Yeah, pistols. and Pistols and hand- yeah. like, And I, I, I'd gone, gone to a shooting range twice in L.A. when I lived in L.A. And then I had shot uh, openly in a field with um, a cousin of mine who is like genius when it comes yeah. to anything shooting. And then, you know... I always, I, I really do believe, what, I don't, it doesn't matter what your opinions are on the um, Second Amendment. I think that no matter what, if there is a gun on site and you don't know how to use it and you think you can pick that up and just shoot it, you oh. are dead wrong. Oh yeah, you're wrong. Dead wrong. And so I was like, okay, let me start doing what I'm actually saying where everybody should learn how to shoot a gun. Um, whether you own one or not, doesn't matter. You should know how to operate one. Yep. And so I was like, okay. And so at Blue Corpse, yep. I yeah, talked to them. I remember there. Yeah. Okay. So, um, God, what's his name? He's so good. I think he's like one of the main guys. Yeah, Mark, probably. is that his name? Uh, Mark and there's uh, Dave. 
Okay, it's Dennis, Mark. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I can't remember. He's so nice. Yeah, they're he's all like, good. He was there. in the army. Yeah. So I had two. I've had two lessons with him so far. Oh, cool. And then we were supposed to have. I want. We. Were, I wanted to do four, and then just do it on my own for a while, and then um, re get him back in because I. I was like, do you think I should just keep doing this with you? And he was like, you should probably do this for, by yourself for a while and then come back to me and we'll introduce like another gun and another way of like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And like, like rifles, I'm, are, I'm sure are a completely different ball yeah. game, but I mean the recoil, the aim, the just it feels the, fucking good too. I, f here's what's so cool about handling a gun is there's a certain amount of like force and control that you have to have. And there's a certain amount of flow and ease. Yep. And if they're not balanced, your aim's off yep. and it's very nuanced. Yep. So I'm like any soldier or somebody who is fighting or anybody who can operate that, like it's nothing. I have such respect for yeah. it because I'm also, I get in my head too much. So yeah, you, the more practice, you, it's like anything, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you first go in the kitchen, you're like, Oh fuck. You know what I mean? Like, the first mm -hmm. time you cook something, you're like, oh, God, I hope I don't want to fuck this up. Mm -hmm. You know, like, now, like, I know, oh, I, I can cook some bomb-ass ribs. There you go. So, I know, it's just like, you know, practice, like, anything. The one thing I will say, like, now, when you see a gun, you're like, oh, I know what to do and what not to do. And right. you're not scared to grab it now. Exactly That's that. That's the key of educating yourself on shooting a gun right and like, it's exactly that it's the education it like, is it and is. if you're afraid of it and if you're against it whatever how about you educate yourself first and then if you're still against it cool, cool. but if you don't know how to shoot one if you're not educated on that i really i, yeah. I have I, I i i'm right there with you on you know that. And, and there's people that are just totally against it and i respect it i i I'm a, i respect it it's just the matter of fact is just Learn how to do it. Like, learn how to operate it. Yeah. It's just like driving a car. Exactly. Learn how to do it. Exactly. You don't that. have to drive a pickup, but learn, you know how to drive a pickup, right? Like, yeah. you I don't, drive, yeah. it's the same. It's, it's just like your car. Yeah. But, you know, it's not your cup of tea. You're going to drive your car, and guess what? You can still drive it, though. Yeah. You know what's there. But learn what, you, learn what you're saying no to yeah. first. Yeah. And if you still say no, fine. Well, the, the problem is, it's, um, that you know, like the gun thing, and like how you know the shootings and everything. Guns don't just kill people; it's the people running the guns. And that's you know? a fact. And that's 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 a fact. And, and it's just yeah, it's the mental part of mental health. Period. Right. That's where it's all at with people. It's and the decision yes, to pick up the gun. It's, it's the decision to yep. pick up a weapon, anything, whether it's a gun. It's a decision to pick up a g something and take somebody out. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. There and and should people people be very careful with where they put their firearms and how they handle them? Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the thing: the if you actually stop following this narrative and you look at the majority of gun holders, they are incredibly responsible and careful, oh, yeah. and you will not find their guns lying around. No. It's this one-sided narrative that's been fed to the public yeah. to somehow take guns away from the public. And I, I'm just I'm definitely pro second amendment but again i'm so it's like being a vegetarian if you are telling me that you're not going to eat animals because you love animals and cannot put them in your mouth i am 100 percent yeah 100 behind you if you're telling me that it's better for a human health it's better for the environment i'm gonna question that because yeah. i know i believe otherwise you're educated you educate yeah. yourself i mean i mean like it's it's a matter of like chemistry in the soil it's a matter of chemistry like i've i've actually seen it change my sister's cognitive behavior like 
that's one thing. But if you tell me I am not eating chicken because I care for chickens, I'm not putting them in my mouth. I'm like, I'm a hundred percent behind you and would back you and endorse you. If you're like, I am not for guns because they kill people. And I'm like, Hey, have you ever shot a gun? Do you know gun owners? Do you know how well kept and protected they are? And you're like, no, but I'm looking at what the media is telling me about all these school shootings. I'm like, okay, cool. Come back to me when you actually have firsthand experience rather than just regurgitating this narrative that's not yours. Yep. Yeah, that's because, like, I understand, And I understand that you're scared. You don't want kids killed. Yeah. That's Nobody absolutely does. understandable. Nobody does. Gun owners no, don't want but that. Exactly. Like, gun owners completely yeah. don't want that yeah. because then it, like, jeopardizes their ability to, like, do what they do absolutely. and all of that. But it's like, so I understand what you're actually wanting is to protect your children. Yep. But let's, like now break that down as to what that's going to take and it comes i think like what you were saying it's more of a psychological social disruptiveness that we've all been experienencing. 100 like i I, you said it right there and i and i'm glad i'm happy i'm so happy that you out of everybody is learning (laughs) we come up here in the summertime and shoot all the time and trevor and justin we always come up here so now you're part of the pack. I would love to. We bring so many guns. Uh, we bring so many guns. Oh, my God. Trevor has so many. Justin has so many. I have so many. George came up with us last time. We shot with George. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it was fun. We had so much fun with those guys. Uh, you know, we go side by side. We go running. Right yeah, it's so, it's it's such. like uh, That's why I said, like, our team is just different, though. Like, I've been a part of so many different things. You guys are a different we're just team. We're just like. You're a different we're, team. We're a cool. We're a cool bunch. And we all just. We, I mean, shit, me and Trevor, I've known Trevor since 2005 when I moved up here. I was mm. training underneath him, and look at us. You know what I mean? Like, and then whenever Goober came into the gym, uh, <laughs> I think it was like 2012, 2011. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that you and Trevor knew each other before Justin came into the picture. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, Justin came in at the end of my career. I think I was, I, I, I retired at 2014, 13, I think, and... um he uh, he came in, thought he was, you know, the badass, and <laughs> I don't lay the smackdown on him. Turns no, out actually, he has the belt now. Yeah, so I know. He's like, what? <laughs> that's what's funny, right? I I was like, uh, it was so funny because uh, it was Justin when he first came in, and I would, you know, try to help him out. You know, when he first came in, he was a broke college student, like literally, like not a pot to piss into, and mm-hmm. and. You know, I would stick around and help him out because he would drive all the way from Greeley to come work out and then go back to school. Um, and I would work out with him. And, dude, it's just so funny, like, how everything just – look where we're at now. I was just about to say it's like and, – and and this isn't just like – I feel like you hear a lot of stories of, of um, people who are well-known or celebrities mm-hmm. being like – they're the same person they were when they were that college student yep. struggling. Justin literally is the same no, person. Justin is one of the like, guys. Literally the same person. And I cannot say that for everybody. Nope. Justin completely is. And what's really funny is like, so when there's when there's fights um, uh, and that week of like press conferences and things like that, the fighters are given like beautiful cars, like Lamborghinis, like you name it. Yeah. Like that in Utah, there was like four of them that, we yep. were, that were like lined up in the driveway, right? And one of them was this beautiful red Lamborghini, right? Yep. So then um, we on that fight, that was when I think Justin called me back early. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, did I show you my new car? 
And I was like, no. And he opened his garage. And I was like, oh my God, Justin, that looks exactly like the red Lamborghini in Utah. He's like, no, that is. That, that is the exact car. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, I was driving the car. I loved it. And I was like, I want that. Yep. <laughs> He's like, it only had a certain amount of miles on it. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, it's so funny. He's like, you know, he's like, hey, what would you think? You know, he asked me, he asked me. I think he asked everybody, his mom, us, the coach. He's like, hey, what would you think if I bought this car? I'm like, Justin, it's your money, bro. Right. I mean, if you're good with taxes and you're good with, obviously you're good with money. Right. Like, treat yourself. Cool. I don't care. It's your money, bro. Like, I'm I'm happy for you. Okay. Me and Trevor look at each other because... I was in it with Trevor. Trevor was driving. He goes, well, you may not want to buy that one because Trevor rotted the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but we were driving the fuck out of it. But he did. And, uh, you know, like I said, like, I'm happy for him. Like, it's cool. Like, yeah. how many people can say they bought the Lamborghini in their career? He's like, you no, know? that is that's the same one. Same one, yeah. <laughs> he's the goober that will not change. You know what I mean? I don't like, think he knows he, how to. No, he just, like, honestly, like, that that is honestly the the hundred percent truth right there. I've I've seen what this. I've been around a lot of guys, the fighters that money has changed them, mm-hmm. fame has changed them mm-hmm. a little bit, and which is cool. I get it. You know, I understand uh, what what happens with it. But to this guy, to Justin, I, I mean, that's why I think we love him so much because he has a change. He still, you know. He still gives autographs. He'll wait forever, take pictures with people, you know, and wait forever. And, um, you know, he'll still come over. He'll still call my daughter princesses. And you know what I mean? Like nothing has changed. You can see it from, you know, how he treats his family to, you know, how he still talks to me and treats me. You know what I mean? Like, and I know, I mean, he might know I'll whoop his ass, you know. I got that, <laughs> I got that older brother strength still, you know. T- you're tough, dude. Like, taking a, a, I've never had Justin punch me, but, like, you take it like it's nothing. No, it fucking hurts, man. Okay, because your face doesn't change. I'm like, oh, my it God. Fucking, it fucking Your face does not change. And my thing, too, is, like, I think also, like, you know, final say in this is, like, Justin is, like, who he is, and luckily it's an amazing yeah. person. But I also think, like, Again, it's about, like, when I talk about food and creating an environment, if you want to make a change, look around at your environment. Like, look at who he keeps around him. Like, you and Ben and Trevor and George and Terrence. Like, like, again, exceptional individuals. And I'm, I'm not saying this to glorify anybody it's it's just the reality it's like the every, truth every time i come into fan to to fight week i swear to god i go through withdrawal the week after because <laughs> it's like this week of just being on a movie set almost but it's yeah. your life yeah it's it your is. life where like everybody is like such good salt of the earth interesting integral people yeah. with an incredible sense of humor hey. an incredible sense of nuance an incredible sense of worth ec- ethic and you know, and I just, I learn. And I think if, if my favorite thing to do in life is to learn and I just, I just learn so much from being around you guys. Yeah. It's honestly, what you just said is, is the, cause I have set back, like, I think, I think Salt Lake was a really good example of what, how you're in control of your own life. Like mm-hmm. you can, tr- you can control your destiny. Mm-hmm. Like Justin went in that fight already owned one against Dustin Poirier. Mm. And you know, yeah, has he made a name for himself and made money doing it? But like the the truth of the matter, the fact is he wanted to beat him because he lost to him before in his early in career, 
And he just showed what hard work is done. But at the same time, it is you surround by you are you are if you're going to be around a piece of shit, you're going to be a piece of shit. Totally agree. Right. I mean, you it's it's facts. If you're going to be a mooch, you're surrounded by a bunch of moochers. You're going to be a mooch, too. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be around a bunch of go getters and guys that want to fucking be a top dog. Guess what? We're all going to be top dogs. We all want to better each other. Yep. And I think that's what, you know, why, I mean, I, I will say, I'll, I'll put our team against any team out there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I swear to God, I will. I, I, I will. back that for sure. Um, whether, you know, it's right or wrong, but I mean, I'm, I, we're, I mean, that's why we're at the place where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you have just, you have, you have Trevor, you know, the number one as being, you know, the, the, the philosopher, he mean, he fucking, dude, like there's some talks that he talks, you know, going into fight day when we're in the car and he tells Terrence, all right, kill the camera. And I want to tell Terrence, no, keep that motherfucker wrong. Cause this is the shit. <laughs> this is gold. This is the shit that, you know, I feel like when I get out of that car, I could fight anybody. I want to fight any- just the power that he's, he tells, but you know, and then you got Ben being the wrestle coach, the 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 guy that's he was a national champion, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's only been so many of those guys, and you have him that just he knows when the grind is about. Like you know, he's done it, and and he tells Justin, "You've done it. You've done everything. It's time to go to push. It's time to go to work. It's grind. It's you know." And he's and he does it in his own subtle way, and then you have him, you know, being a real estate man, a businessman. Like he knows how to talk to people and. And relate to people, and he's just he's just good hearted, right? He's like the salt of the earth, ben right? Is, like when and when when I if you need to go to somebody for like groundingness, yeah. you go to Ben. Yeah, Ben's that, like the, that's the voice of reason. He keeps it so simple so but real, and real, exactly. And uh, yeah, that's why he's my roommate because you he, guys are such he a keeps couple. me in check. I love you two together. <laughs> but <laughs> he's lost my beer drinking buddy. But like literally after that, but like he literally, um, I did not know he didn't drink scotch like hard up. Oh yeah, he doesn't. But he did pa- until this past time. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he was like, no, I will get sick, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, because you and Trevor. are always doing like you know me and trevor do the whiskey yeah and i'm like and i just always obviously include ben in that no he's a beer ipa man he's like no i can't i'll get sick and i'm like wait what yeah he's ipa man but then you got george you know george is the jujitsu guy and when i first met george i was like oh man i like this guy but then when you get to meet george you fucking love george i love george so much he is like like the I don't even understand, the like stealth bomber. He's yeah. like this silent, but like when remember that time when like it was in Salt Lake, and one of the part, one of the people in our house whose lifestyle was slightly disruptive oh, yeah. towards the rest yep. of us, and it was the night of the fight, and yep. Justin like he didn't lose it, but like everybody was just like at their peaks and end. they like, said no more he, and like it was like this huge like 10 minute conversation of everybody giving their two cents in a big rambunctious conversation <laughs> and then it goes like silent for a second and suddenly you hear i'm a barbie girl <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a fucking barbie world and it's george george over there he's the best <laughs> so hard <laughs> yeah because if you like if people don't know what george looks like he's like this tall dark handsome brazilian yep. with this low deep voice he doesn't say much but when he does oh it's, it's like, fucking the best <laughs> he is you, mean? you know you you you, you I, honestly like george is literally and he's the baddest motherfucker out there like he's legit a fucking bad motherfucker 
And he's like one of those guys where you he's a perfect example of the quiet ones you gotta mm-hmm. watch out for. He's exactly. uh, he's that guy because he will fucking snatch you up and fuck you up. <laughs> and I'm just glad he's on our team. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> but it's just it's just great because you know, and then you got Terrence to uh that you know, that captures all this stuff and oh edits God. it and like I, I I'm grateful for it because I know one day we'll all look back at this and be like Holy shit, dude. We did a lot of shit. Oh, my A lot God. of cool shit. Yeah. A lot of cool shit, a lot of places. And and then that's what it's about. It's just, it's memories. And like I said, it's just, yeah, do we love winning world titles and doing all this shit? But at the same time, it, it's just part of the chapter right now. And it's also like, you know, I feel like for people who aren't necessarily like professional fighters and, and all of that, I, you know, the, the biggest thing from being like the newest addition to this group is like, and I keep talking about learning and learning. I mean, the, the the proof is in the pudding, right? Like, I always come away from fight week wanting to do better because of this environment. I've been in a week with people who it's not this, like, tight, controlled, I need to be better. It's just a way of life and a way of being. And, again, there's f- part of that is entertainment and fun yeah. play and, and all of that. And, you know, it's what led me to become a sports nutrition specialist because I was like, I need to be the best I can be for this team and it doesn't have to come with this like struggle and blah 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 blah. It should light you up. It yeah. should light you up. You should want to get up every morning. Exactly. And do your job. And if it doesn't light you up, that's totally okay. Yeah. So start like playing with things that could possibly light you up. But if it doesn't light you up, it's not it's not for you. It's not gonna bring you to your best self. And I think what makes this group special is that somehow we've all discovered what br- what lights us up. Yeah. And that's very unique. And I can, again, like I can say as a new addition, like I knew this group was unique the first day I met you guys, like <laughs> having conversations yeah. with all of you guys. I was just, again, I was like, this needs to be the next entourage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this it, is the dynamic and the conversations, like people would be entertained. Like you would not believe. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I mean, that's why, you know, Terrence's videos do so well and. Because people are like, oh my God, so much entertainment. I love Terrence yeah. as well, too. It's just like, yeah. oh God, I just I have so much love for yeah. all of you. But yeah. It's good. It's good. Well, we, like I said, we're just happy that you're a part of it now and you you are doing it. Um, Tomas, did you have something? Yeah, Justin uh, Gachaba had another question. He said, uh, does the cooking method of the food affect the nutrition of it to any significant degree? Yes. What's that mean? What what is he the what, elaborate? The, the process of cooking. So it's like the the age old conversation is like, is raw kale better for me oh. than cooked kale? Kind of thing. It's like, does the cooking <laughs> technique affect the uh, nutritional um, value of the food? It does. It does. It does. But here's the thing. Here's what's more important is the bioavailability. So that's like, if I don't cook this kale, it's going to retain all of its nutrients. However. When I eat this kale, my body can't actually break it down to absorb the nutrients. But if I cook this kale, which means I'm actually losing a bit of the nutrients, nutrients. but my body can actually absorb it. So I'm actually absorbing more nutrients than and I would had I had the raw kale, which has all the nutrients, but I can't break it that down. So if I had the raw kale, I can't break it down, so I'm getting, let's say, two nutrients. That's a, if I cooked the kale, question. I'm... I can absorb it, so I'm getting five nutrients as opposed to the two nutrients that I couldn't absorb. So you have to kind of look at 
how you can absorb it. If you deep fry something, yeah, you've lost. Yeah. Like if you take a sweet potato and you're like, oh, this is healthier than white potato fries. No, it's not because you've deep, like, I, here's the thing. Oh, if, if I, you fry it or if whatever. you fry it, it's gone. Yeah. The nutrients are gone. So like cassava chips, which are like people think are now healthy. And I love cassava chips. Like I love Siete cassava chips. Like if I'm going to have a chip, it's, I love that. But people think it's healthier. No, it's not. It's been deep fried. And cassava has a higher glycemic rate than a corn chip for some for some people. For I think I think it does in general. Really? Yeah. So it's like you have to again. It's like just taking it down into like basics. It's like if it's deep fried, it the nutritional value is gone, done, and that's cool. Just know that you're eating. You're gonna enjoy fries or chips, and there's no tr- nutrients in it. Just know what you're getting into. Totally yeah. fine. But don't be like, oh, this is a kale chip. It's good for me. No, it's been deep fried. Done. Yep. Done. Might as well eat your Doritos. Eat your Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't eat the Doritos because they have like other they stuff. They start fires, dude. <laughs> you see that shit? They, no. They, you can, they're like kindling. You take a bag of Doritos, put it in air, start it on fire. Lights on fire. Oh my God, that smell must be something. Dude. Did you believe that? I'm like, oh shit, that's different. I worked at Frito Lay where they made the Fritos, and they stink. They reek. When really? They, when they, yeah, when they first come out, but it's different after they put them on the shelves. Really? Yeah. I have a question for you. If you had 20 minutes to live, what is your last meal? Ooh. Like you can have anything. Your last Ooh. meal on this earth. Ooh. What are you going down with? Mm. I'd have to go with a, a ribeye steak. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just simple, or like what's what's on it? Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't know what what specialities to put on it, but I would probably say like a outback ribeye steak. Man, if not, and I'm just gonna go straight like homemade ghetto fabulous. Yeah. A hamburger or spaghetti. Fuck really? Up. You're fucking Mexican. You don't want Mexican food. Your last meal, Bo. <laughs> man, spaghetti. I don't know. Spaghetti. That's fucking tough. What's yours, Luke? Man, I, dude, I don't last know. Last meal, take us. I'm gonna have like a five course meal, but fuck. But your last meal, like your last, the only, the last thing you fuck, are man, ever have. I don't know. I'm gonna have to probably go with my wings, dude. I'm seriously. I've yeah. got so good with my wings. I love my wings. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my wings, man. I honestly will. But if the chickens were already gone and I didn't have wings, man. I'm gonna have to say my mom's enchiladas, man. I got it. What's in her enchiladas? I mean, it's just pretty basic. It's like ground beef, red sauce, cheese. I mean, a lot of cheese, and it's just I think little diced onions and green peppers in it. Oh fuck, I love it. I just fucking love it. Mm. And it's the red sauce. I think I love the majority of it. I don't know. That's the beaner in me. I think. No, I feel like you could have like the most boring food, but if you have a really good sauce, yeah. Your goal. Is, I know. Your goal. What's yours? It changes all the time. What's interesting to me is that when I ask that question, a lot of the times it comes back to my mom's something or yep. other or something that yep. someone had when they were children. I remember when I was learning to be a chef, I was I was looking at all of the major, I'll answer your question in a second. I was looking at all of the major chefs, like top chefs' favorite foods, and it was always mm. like their mothers, their grandmothers, Grandma's. their grandfathers. It was always like the simplest home food which speaks a lot if i was going if i was taking out my last meal oh my god 
It's hard. That's a hard question. I think it might be my mom's pesto. Really? I think it might be my mom's pesto. Which again, that's not my favorite food, but yeah. if I if it was my last meal, I think it would be that's just a f- that or her apple pie, man. Ooh. No one to this day has beaten my and if you call my mom if you call like it's so funny, like anybody's mom you ask them for a recipe, they'll kind of tell you, but I can tell right away it's their instinct and whatever their like instinctual timing is that makes yeah. that food so great. Well, it's so funny because you said that, right? Like you bring your mom's recipe, like my so my mom, she's and you're going to hate this, but her sugar cookies are fucking just a diabetic dream, right? Like it's it's going to be happening at a diabetic dream, but they are the fucking best. You got to drink, you eat fucking one cookie, two cookies, and you want a gallon of water because it's like you're fucking thirsty, right? Uh-huh. But they are, the frosting on it, everything is made so good. I asked my mom, you know, she's getting older and everything. I said, mom, would you, you know, give me that? recipe for your sugar cookies like to you know to pass it on my kids and maybe me and my wife and the kids can make it she did and I, i'm gonna try it this week i think but i i guarantee to you it's not gonna be the fucking same thing it's not it's, it's not, not it's not it's not my mother like growing up we for anybody's birthday they would always request her chocolate cake really years later I like call. I always, my mom is so excited for her children and she always calls and she, like whenever I call her, she's so excited and I'm always just like, hey, I need your recipe for this. I'm going to hang up now because I don't have time. So just leave it on my voice message. And I'm like, I need your chocolate cake recipe because we would always request it. I'd leave it on my voice message like blah, 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 blah. Turns out the special ingredient was mayonnaise. Really? What makes my mother's chocolate cake exceptional? As a mayonnaise. mayonnaise? However, to your point about your mother... I try and recreate this chocolate yeah. cake with mayonnaise, mind you, like avocado-based yeah. mayonnaise. Not the same. I, I, I know. It's it an won't. instinctual thing. It, it's the the love, touch. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that is. It's some woo-woo yeah. shit that happens. Yep, yeah. I believe it because <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I, I've done the same thing like her enchiladas. I told her she did it. I've done it. I'm like, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but they're not. And it's not the satisfaction she made it. No, it's just no, the something. Taste. The taste of it the taste is, different. is fucking different. Legit different. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, it's a thing with food. Like it's, if it's from family or it's from people that you know. For instance, you ask me about Mexican food. Yep. Day and night, I would prefer any food that comes from a family who traditionally makes it at home yep. instead of from any Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Because it's very different. But. Yes, that's the. I think that's the part is that you are used to the foods that you grow up with, or someone who made it and it's home cooked, and that's what you would, even if it's be, original. Yeah, it can't be duplicated. The Mexican soups my mom used to make me when we were kids, they were simple, but those are some some things that we loved when we were kids. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, more than anything, that's where I'm like, don't make cooking for yourself complicated. It yeah. is actually. The, sim- the simple ingredients and like once you make that your own like your kids will have exactly the same experience that we're all having from from our our families or anything home cooked too and this like this gets a little like hippy dippy woo woo but there is actually you can there's a type of photography i think called calarian photography or something like that where you can photograph um, a food or something um, and the frequency around it the radioactive frequency. So like they did this with like messages and water 
or um, different things where you can say negative things towards a particular food or a water molecule, really? by the way. And uh, um, so they did this, this is a while ago with the um, water molecules. They would say, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you to the water molecule. And it would turn into this like acid looking molecule. And then they would say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And it would turn into like snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. Because like we, you have to think about it like practically, like we are radioactive frequencies. Our entire, our brain, (laughs) our brain chemistry, our brain, our thoughts are radioactive frequencies. This has a radioactive frequency. Everything has a vibration, which you can measure. That's, that's not hippy dippy. That's actually a science. So kind of like coming back to like home cooking, it's almost like the state that you're preparing something or doing something in life creates this frequency around it and it can either cut it or it can amplify it yeah which is also like another thing to leave people with is um i'm really big on water which i know everybody experiences during fight camp in the sense where i am i will drive for instance all over london to get fucking glass <laughs> bottles for both kamaro and justin yep. because plastics will um accumulate in your body what is, yeah to explain mm-hmm. that what is that mm-hmm so plastics, again, I don't know why this is legal, but plastics, people say that, um, I don't know if it's per week, per day, or per month, but humans will accumulate a credit card's worth of uh, plastics within their body. And for an athlete, where I, for everybody, that little disrupt anything, like hormone disruption, mental disruption, metabolism disruption, it's a obesogen, which means it will block your body's ability to burn fat um, and it, you know, it gets, it can accumulate in, um, all different bioactive, um, reactions in your body that are not helpful and that are actually cause all this inflammation and disease regardless. My, my particular interest for athletes, because there's a lot of it that like, you know, you can see this in any sport where there, you have to, people talk about being in the flow, right? Like yeah. that's what takes somebody in a a regular athlete to a Justin Gage or Kamara Usman when you're in that 1%, 10%, whatever, is that they're in this flow and they're in a frequency that is hyper sharp. So if you're drinking plastics, you're drinking, you're accumulating plastics from bottled bottled water, which I focus on with them. So I just got Justin um, onto Eldorado water delivered in glass bottles to his house. So I'm hyper about water. We won't get in to the actual what's in water, which is you should be completely conscious of right now because you're drinking it all the time. Um, but uh, so it, coming back to plastics, if it accumulates in your pineal gland, which is um, you can think of it like your radioactive frequency. It's what puts out your energy and it's what kind of accumulates what's going on around you. Like makes sense. Plastics will calcify and block that ability to basically your intuition or your frequency to be able to read what's going on in the situation Really, as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why I got really into it with athletes where they need to be able to read and assess the, the situation from a completely different level. And that's just, one nuance of what plastic does in the body where even if you're not an athlete it's doing so much harm what about like cans like liquid death here they do cans is can better than uh plastic i believe can is definitely better than plastics too and here's the thing is if you're in uh, okay. <laughs> i'm gonna open one too if you're in um an airport and you don't have your bottled bottle of water or like for me often too if like i'm on the road and i'm traveling yeah. between jobs or retreats or whatever um, and I didn't fuel up in my bottle of water. 
I'll you just get a thicker plastic because it won't disintegrate into the water as fast. Oh. Yeah. And again, like I don't want to demonize any of it this, but it's like please be aware. Aware of this. Like please be aware. And yeah. like it's so simple to just make well, a choice. I've heard this long time too. Yeah. It's, it's not con- hard. My to deal make a is it's the convenience of it, but I get it, you know. Um glasses are better though. Glasses are better. I haven't done a lot of research into cans like this. I know people are pretty much um, aware of the toxins that were in in bottles. Yeah, in, plastic. Well, in in cans a while yep. ago, and they've done their best to um, uh, reiterate a different form of that. So yeah. I can't speak to that as well as I can to plastic. But I don't. I mean, I think it's a hundred percent truth because bottled beer tastes way better than canned beer. Oh my gosh, beer out of the tap. So I, when I was in this bar, I was in this bar in um, Galway, Ireland, and it's a very famous three-story bar. I think it's bigger than that, but they have a tap of Guinness on every floor. And I was talking to this bartender, and he was telling me that on one of the floors, the tap on like the third floor was the best because it was right up against whatever like there's just such a nuance to beer because like once it flows after a certain amount of time it loses its potency yeah so you want to get it where it's like right up right fresh from the tap, tap. yeah i like, believe that too darling you need to go to four three blah blah blah, blah. like all the bartenders know to go to that yeah it's like i have no idea what you're saying but cool yeah <laughs> I, I mean i believe that's true though i mean i honestly think i mean it's true i mean if you had glass water it tastes so different. Like it's for this, way different. This El Dorado water that yeah. was um, suggested to me um, by a very close chef friend of mine. She's amazing because we were asking how she got her skin to be so amazing, and she was just saying, "Oh, I changed my water." And I, like I always come away with notes from her. She's I love that she's like my sous chef, but I learned so much from her. And um, so I got I started getting El Dorado water, and I could taste the difference. Really? But here's the thing: is they deliver in plastic, even if it's a thicker plastic, or they deliver in water. In glass, sorry. So I got the glass, which is an a la carte. And then I got Justin the glass as well, too. And, like, I had to order him double <laughs> double the delivery time that I usually get because he just hoovers he the water. He just slams them, yeah. just, Which is great. Yeah. I mean, like, if you want to change... If you want to change your sugar cravings, if you want to change your mental clarity, if you want to change your energy levels, I, s- like, straight up drink more water. Like, it's crazy how yeah. much you will feel a difference. Yeah. If you're craving sugar... Just tell yourself, okay, I can have this whatever cookie. Yeah. I'm going to have a glass of water first, though. And then I'll have the cookie, but let me have this glass of water first. I'm telling you, you will feel different after that glass of water. I believe that. Too. It's crazy. Yeah. I totally believe that because the more I the more I drink water, mm-hmm. the better I feel. I'm peeing a lot more, but you should like, be. I'm honestly like not uh, as hungry. I'm not craving sweets. That's when I notice. I'm like, oh, water does make a difference a huge difference when yeah. people are like oh i'm i'm craving sugar i'm i'm hungry all the time i'm like i think you're dehydrated dehydrated yeah, yeah. and that's my problem is like that's why like literally i'm trying to drink more and more water because i know for a fact i'm dehydrated a lot more than i'm not i mean i will be with people and they will go for like an hour without a sip of water and i'm staring at them like they're this thing in a museum like whoa yeah <laughs> how do you do that you're a fucking alien. Like, it's oh bad i know that was me for a long time dude it was me for a long time wow like i could fucking go without you know drinking Ambient i drink a glass athlete? yeah holy shit i was like you know i'm a specimen 
<laughs> I would no. I honestly, I, 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 I'd be such a night and day different athlete if I knew what I know now. Back then, dude, subways were my diet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jared, yeah. Jared diet, dude. Swear to God, to God, ramen noodles. I was on a budget. I mean, we I, and honestly, we didn't know any different too. Like yeah, we just I had eggs. Lived off eggs. Bro. Eggs are great. Eggs yeah. are fantastic. That's man. what I lived off: chicken, brown rice, eggs, ramen, and beer. Oh man! If you After the a, beer, if you get a really good ramen, oh, dude. Ramen is the best. I love ramen, ramen in Japan. Let me tell you something. It's different than what we have here. No, I mean it's. I wouldn't say it's so different. Chine, Chinese food in China is very different and really? amazing. Like I hadn't had. Chinese food in the United States is like goopy, greasy, all that stuff. I'm not saying it's not in China, but it's it's, com- it's I mean, I was obsessed. I think it was some of the best cuisines I've ever had. Japanese ramen, though, I remember went to this place in Kyoto where it was like the fire ramen. They like lit your bowl of ramen on fire. I think it was mostly for tourists, Ugh. but it was amazing. It was I love amazing. ramen, so. I, I mean, I, I It's that noodly, salty. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, is like. Asian cuisine has a lot of sugars in it, and it's the only cuisine where I can I can like get on board a bit with the nuance. Should you have it every day as an American, where you're getting it X, Y, and Z, and the type of sugar that the Americans use is very different than like the you know that they use. Well, I want to say that, but at the same time, because the American industry has been so now global, I don't know. You yeah. know, like I, I want to say that, like, oh my gosh, like the poor people in Vietnam are eating very healthy on a low budget, but that's actually not the truth because yeah. fast food and packaged food yeah. it has reached its way there. Yeah, McDonald's are everywhere now. Everywhere. And it's not, not just McDonald's too. It's like, I remember going to China, to Beijing and there was like huge storefronts of just packaged candies and junk within packages. It's like big supersized packages of like, and they were everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know... People are saying like the American diet is the worst. I'm like, hold it's on everywhere. A, hold on a second. Yeah. Like every culture kind of has yeah, their version yeah, of we junk all, food. Everybody has it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's I don't. Everywhere. Yeah, it's not like this American diet is super bad. Yeah, I'm it's like, everywhere. maybe if you're talking about countries like Denmark. <laughs> yeah. But like not not definitely and like you know you go to South America too. It's like the same thing. Yeah. And everybody has their version of a junk food with a different label. And yeah. maybe they're all owned by Coca Cola and Lay's. I have no idea. It's is all one, pyra- it's all pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's all a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's all for obesity. <laughs> That's why I say though, like when you when you come to a chef, right? Like you meet a chef and you see uh, a fat chef, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, you must be a good chef. That's not the case, oh my God, right? No. That's that's not the case. And that's where I think where you know it's different in times now. Like, if you're a sports nutritionist, like, well, put it this way. If you go to GNC, right, uh, a nutrition, a supplement store, mm-hmm. and you try to go there and you are got a guy behind the counter that, you know, pushing three bills, and you're going there to say, hey, what's the best diet uh, pills and protein I should get on? You think the guys, you're really going to listen to that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly that. But I mean, like, I could get on supplements are a completely different story yeah, yep. too. Just keep in mind, people, that like more than half of supplements are recalled oh, from malpractice. Yeah. None of them are like FDA. Oh, none oh of my them. gosh, yeah. there's there's no. So I'm I'm in school right now to become a functional nutritionist. 
And I'm in the course right now of deciphering um, supplements and, you know, especially when it comes to athletes because they have to be certified by yep. a particular amount. Yep. There's a lot of things. USADA that, and everything. Yeah, exactly that. But, um, and a lot of supplements are white labeled by major supplement companies too. So you think you're getting this niche company, but it's actually white labeled from a All major under, company. they buy labels. Like I can start my own gladiator fucking. Exactly. And have Thorn. Supplement company, have, yeah. Have Thorn produce it, which Thorn is a good, yep. they're a good company, but like. Suddenly it's gladiators, but really it's, I'm actually getting Thorn, yep. which is fine because Thorn's clean, but what if it was a not clean company Yep, kind of thing? It's weird how that works. I know. Yeah. And it's a different regulation. It's a completely different regulation than like the, the, than a food regulation yeah. and it's not on top of it. So you have to learn how to read a bottle where they can, they can say like physician approved and doctor approved. They can say whatever they want. That doesn't mean that it was, and that doesn't mean it's X, Y, and Z. And the biggest culprits of not being um, pure are weight loss, sex enhancements, and performance um, really? supplements. Yeah, those are the three biggest toxic, sub- um, susceptible to toxins and not being what they are. Yeah, because um, they sell the most, though. Exactly. Yeah. And anybody, like, anybody, you and I could, like you're saying, like you and I could create something. We could yeah. be like weight loss drugs. Yep. Without even knowing what's in it, we could literally sell ashes. Mm people would buy them we would become billionaires just because we put weight loss on them and we showed pictures of results like that's and again it's not saying people are stupid it's like why shouldn't we believe that this is what it says why are people lying to us or like why aren't people why are our interests not the forefront of these companies like why is it a money thing because let me tell you something you can make money off of giving people good products because and the evidence is out there like the so whey protein is a great uh, easily digestible talk about like absorption um protein post and pre-workout for athletes but what is where is the whey protein that you're getting from what's the quality what's the brand what else is in there and that's where you can go south so you take this thing that should be good for you but there's all these other things that are added to it that over accumulation of time are breaking you down so that's where like i come in and i'm constantly researching like what is the cleanest whey protein powder or protein powder that I can give my athletes that's not going to that's going to actually serve them rather than take away yeah so that that's where like you have to learn how to read supplements know what what because people say like oh if you don't understand the word don't eat it that's bullshit like there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of biochemical terms out there that I don't understand but they're actually like they're they're real and they're good for you they're not harmful but just because I don't understand what this chemical word is doesn't mean that it's bad for you. Right. So we've been told, like, if you don't understand what the ingredient is, don't eat it. For the majority, yes, maybe. But, like, when it comes to supplements and other things, there is, like, not everybody knows what, uh, you know, citric acid is. That's yeah. vitamin C. Yeah. It's vitamin C. Google, bitch. Yeah. You right, know what right? I'm saying? Exactly. Google that bitch. You exactly. Know I mean? Exactly. And then, well, this is crazy, too. I just learned from, I love, if you're learning nutrition for the, the first like if you want a really good deep dive on nutrition and it be very relatable to you and it be like based on science, Sean Stevenson, Sean Stevenson is like my go-to. He's fantastic. He's written Eat Smart, Think Sleep Smarter. Like he has a, a cookbook out Whole right now. I do not know him, you guys. I just get a lot from him. But he, I was listening to a podcast he was on and he was talking about how most vitamin Cs are supplements that you get out there are derived from fructose. I'm sorry, high, um, corn corn products really so like high fructose corn syrup or like i don't i don't think it was that but it was corn products processed corn products let's say 
No kidding. Isn't that crazy? Just because they can take an, uh, a particular nutrient out of that or chemical out of oh, that and turn it into vitamin C. It's crazy. So it's like, that's where people are like, oh, this is too much. I can't do it. It's too much. It's like, okay, pick your battles, right? Like like for you, the biggest thing in your life right now is dairy. Yeah. Just tackle dairy. Like, yeah. you know, one thing at a time. I'm good, yeah. One thing at a time. I'm just trying to cut back on the beer. That's been a battle itself. Well, you have to, again, like instead of cutting something out, like if if you were, like what would you put instead of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do a, a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying to be good, man. I'm trying to drink water. I've done good this podcast. I'm literally, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm trying to be better. You're great, but why do you say trying? You're not trying, you're doing it. I'm doing it, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, there's that's no true. try there. I'm, I'm literally in, but either way, it is good. Beth, <laughs> Beth, you are a rock star. Look at you. This has been so fun. <laughs> I know, I'm glad. I told you we'd have fun doing this. I know, this um, so fun. I'm glad you did it. I feel like we could we could do another one um, yep. another time because I feel like your brain, I feel like we could touch on so many different things. And... Um, I definitely would love to have you back again. I would love to come back. I know that I know that people are going to love this podcast because it, we hit on so many different things, and um, it just it, it's nice to hear from a specialist and and somebody that actually works with athletes. And like you got me that I'm not like the firm believer of all this stuff, and I'm still eat the junk food and everything. But what you just said is like literally enjoy it, but just be cautious of what you're putting in. Yeah, and, and I think that's like the golden rule. Like, know what you're putting in your body. Like, you, you're going to do this. You better pay and do something about it. You know, and read labels. Yeah, and again, like it's just like as much as know know what you like to eat, and then just choose cl- clean ingredients. Yeah, and no matter what, like if when people say like, "Oh, I cheated," or "I'm." Trying to be good. I'm like, it's always like somebody's over you saying that you're bad. Yeah. I'm like, just take that narrative out. Yeah. Like, and get curious about food and know that they're just, I'm telling you, if you're, if your diet is food that's processed for the majority, I'm telling you that you will, f- you would feel and live and be a different person, probably closer to somebody who you would want to be if you just gave yourself that consideration and respect. Yeah. Of being like, if if you're being like, why don't I have better things in life, or why don't people treat me better, blah 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 blah. Well, what? How are you treating yourself? Like, what are you putting into your baby? Because this is your baby. This yep. is your best friend. This thing is going to be with you until you die. Nobody else is. Yep. It is going to be there for you when no one else is. So, how are you handling that? And I swear to God, you will feel and be a different person. I'm not saying overnight. I'm not even saying within 30 days. I'm not going to be one of those like people yeah. who are trying to get you to sign up for my program and guaranteeing you like 30 days or money back. Bullshit. Six months. It could happen sooner. I personally felt it within one month. Some people feel it within three. Justin felt, Justin now feels it within a month. Yeah. But it took us like six months, I think, until I, I remember looking at him. He came in one day. It was like, I don't, it was probably like six months after I've been working at him. And I was just like, Dude, you look super fucking 
fit. Like I've never seen yeah. you like that. And I was like, what have you been doing? He's like, I've been eating your food. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, every fight camp, he looks better and better. I'm telling you, like physique wise. And it's a learning, it's again too, like yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm definitely not taking all the glory because it's oh, a it's, learning it's, process. It's a learning process it, for me too. Good. You need to take a little bit of it though. It's a, I mean, I will clean it up too, but it's a learning process for me too where like, you know, I gravitate towards like where Justin also instinctually goes food wise, especially the last two times, like the night before he fights, he will have something heavier, like a steak, like yep. and all of that stuff. And I will, I literally learn, you have to learn where it's like not about you. It's about Justin or Kamaro or whatever they need. And it's, it's not about you. Like yep. if that's where they're going, if, if Justin's going to like go out for like, a Big Mac or whatever the night before his fight. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm going to put yeah, my foot yeah, in and be like, yeah, he's no. smart enough to know yeah. now. Yeah. If though. he's going out to an incredible steakhouse in like London, yeah. And it's you're having steak with like potatoes and Brussels sprouts, like uh, have at it. Yep. Have at it. You know, that's where it's like you kind of have to like, I, and this is the last I'll say, like my, before I started doing this, my friend is the MD for he, major sports teams. I think right now it's the New York Knicks. And he was talking to me when I was getting into nutrition with athletes, he was talking to me about the nutritionist and how she needs to learn how to work with these athletes. Like it can't just be all like you were saying, brown rice and broccoli yeah. and chicken. Like you need to know when to um, service, like have them eat what they want mm -hmm. as well. You know, it's, it's a, it's a whole, it's not just, it's, there's a mental, emotional oh, yeah. component, which we just talked about with yeah. like coming back to like family food. Like there's, yep. a, it's a whole thing yep. and like, you know, be light about it. Don't, you don't need to be too, it is just yep. at the end of the day, it is just food. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's one life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? So treat it well, yep. like treat it well, you know? Yep. And that, that's why I say like. What you just said is like you, your body is your best friend, and and honestly, like you're, it's a, it's the best investment you'll ever purchase, is to your body, and that's why, and I'm, I honestly think at 43 years old, I just had a birthday, right? Um, Happy I've, birthday! Yeah, I literally feel the best that I have felt since I was competing in the UFC. You look fantastic. I literally feel way better. Um, I, I mean, I. I honestly, I just, I feel the best I've ever felt in a very long time. I mean, I was literally at a point in my life where I was depressed and I never get depressed, just not motivated, just in a funk and just, I hated that part of me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said, I, I, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and you'd be like, okay, what's going to change? Yeah, you're not a victim. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. no, it's, it's you're me. not a victim. I, d I was the one doing it to myself. But you, you know don't I mean? know that, right? You like, you don't, you have to, it's, it's so hard to come out of that world. Like, you don't even realize that you're living in a, this, and I'm speaking for myself yeah. personally. You don't even realize that you're li you're living in a victim mentality because you're a tough cookie. Yeah. So I'm not a victim. Why would I, but you're actually li coming from a victim yeah. mentality and waiting for somebody to come and like help you. Yeah. It's like. Nobody's going to do it for you. That, yeah. No one is. And that's where I'm saying like, but your body will. Oh yeah. Your body will. And, and then your eyes will right see thing. pictures and you'll be like, God die. Exactly. Uh, dude, that's how I got into nutrition was yeah. purely physical, was yeah. purely vanity. Yeah. I'm like, I got so much tension just by cleaning, by changing the way I looked, by what I put in my mouth, that it was like addicting. Yep. And then I had, I mean, like I had another journey with that, but I came full circle. Yeah. Kind of thing. But like, 
And that's the thing too. It's like when you see and feel results, it's easier to get on board. Mm. You just have to kind of like, again, manipulate your environment. Yep. And if you want change, you have to make change. There's that's, there's yeah, no way around right. that. Yep. There's no way around that. And you can manipulate it. If you don't feel like it or whatever, cool. Do something practical to manipulate your yep. environment. Yeah. You know? I think my wife said it the other day. She was like, ah, I wasn't the best elliptical time. I said, yeah, but you did it. It's exactly. Better. It's better than nothing. That's why I said, yeah. like, there's times where I get on, I'm like, fuck, I don't, I'm only going to do 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. The next thing I'm fucking going, I'm in the zone. I'm going, I'm just, and I'm like Forrest, and I just keep running. (laughs) (laughs) It's just getting past there, but I don't know. Well, Beth, honestly, I can't tell you enough. Thank you for coming all the way up here. I'm so happy to. I will um, incredibly fun. (laughs) Get this out this week uh, for everybody to listen. Uh, Where can they listen? Where can they find you out on the IG or you have a website or what? What? Where do people could reach out to you? On Instagram is probably the best okay. way, which is Y-U-M-M-E-Y-O-U, Yummy You, yummy um, on IG. Um, and if you have any questions, I geek out on this stuff, so please, you know, reach out to me on there. I'm I'm just not, because my schedule is so tight, I'm not that active when it comes to, like, real something. I'm like telling that. you, the only reason we, I got her is because <laughs> Justin's in Vegas, Doug. Because <laughs> I, I, I somebody, you're like, hey, let's put this on the books next week when Justin's out of town, and I'm like... Sorry, Justin's out of town. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even and know I that. I literally like, and this is again. She's like, he he's such a kid. Yeah, I'm like, I literally texted him like, Justin, I need all your dates that like, you're out of town, and he sent them to me. And then we had a whole a, a professional talk and all of that too. Where, but yeah. I was like, he's like, dude, I thought I told you. I was like, no, Luke told me because <laughs> <laughs> he asked me to go with him, right? And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm not gonna go. Well, one, I was gonna go with him, but I can't have my nanny wasn't gonna be here to watch the kids so mm-hmm. i couldn't do it and i was like i can't go and he's like come on dude what the fuck i pay you to come <laughs> with me. and i'm like dude I, I got a life too you know what i mean like i literally and he was like all right all right and so then i was like okay i'm thinking about podcasting and i was like oh i gotta get you and i was like you ain't cooking for justin come on out <laughs> and you're like what do you mean he's not gonna be here and i'm like oh <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad that that happened though because we had like a whole professional conversation we just like got our like teeth crossed and our <laughs> eyes dotted and all of that you know because he's he was my first he was my first athlete and and he's also my most important athlete in the sense where like if i have other things in the books and justin needs me like Justin is first. Yeah. Kamara's also in the book. Those two are yeah. our priority, but like Justin specifically. So I haven't had a contract with him or any yeah. professional conversation. And after this, where you were like, and it just dropped like that. And you know, again, like God bless Justin. Like he's yeah. the salt of the earth. I got like, him in trouble. Let's just yes. have a, <laughs> let's have a conversation yes. about like when this happens. <laughs> but I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> got him in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> Alright guys, check her out. Yummy at Yummy You on the IG. Um, she has all kinds of pictures of her cooking, her foods. Um, guys, uh, we just hit 180. Uh, we're gonna kind of get uh, probably do a double header this week to for Christmas. Um, I do plan on doing a Christmas special, so stay tuned on that one. Um, other than that, Wendell. You're fired, dog. You're <laughs> fired, dog. Uh, Tomas, good job today. I won't say anything bad about you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but that being said, once again, Beth, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. All right, we out. 
Hey guys, I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um, do me a favor, check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in, ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at gladiators unleashed and if you're a patron love you